Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from the Empire Strikes Back, and you are listening to Star Wars on Direct. Accepted a rebel broadcast. Here it is. And welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, everybody. This is Wendy Tay, the company by the Rebel scum. They are in this system. I will deal with them myself. The Emperor himself has requested your presence about this matter. Prepare my shuttle. Yes, my lord. My bidding, my master. There is a great disturbance on the internet. I have built it. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Can we communicate to all the Star Wars fans through this show? Not yet, my master. Some fans have never heard the show. They will. It is inevitable. We can use the Force to make these rebel fans tune in live and then take control of Star Wars fandom. They will listen to Star Wars on direct or be destroyed, my master. Good. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. 
Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Star Wars on direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. No, this is not Sebastian. He's sick. He's sick at we all. all know that. Again, he's what working too much. You know, he works, works too much. Your buddy craps all over you. You can't do it all the time, Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now so he's gonna call us. He's gonna be yeah. all pissed off. Yeah. So today, what do we have today? The main subject is Star Wars minia- min- miniatures. So uh, just check the webcam and you'll see that we have all <laughs> uh, all uh, squadron of uh, Stormtrooper. Yeah, that's a scary amount of <laughs> uh, It looks like Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> a little wink and uh, nod yeah. uh, the 501st. <laughs> yeah. So the main subject will be Star Wars min- miniatures Rebel Storm. Uh, we don't have a secondary subject, but we will have a Dragon Con report from Nick, who yes. went to Dragon Con, so we'll have some detail about that. We want we're pictures! <laughs> <laughs> we still have uh, our hyperspace segment, which Brian will try to do. because yes, uh, I will attempt. Yeah, because we have very little notice about Seb, uh, yes. so I didn't have time to prepare his part. The Star Wars Miscellaneous News by Brian also. Wow, I got a lot to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, really busy tonight. 
the community update will be the Dragon Con report because there's, I think there there was a, a convention in the US uh, this weekend, but it's over now. So too bad. And uh, how can you how how you contact us, Brian? Again. Well, you can reach us by email by emailing me studio at swendirect.com you can reach us through MSN Messenger by adding the user swendirect at hotmail.com exactly. user your name and uh, you can send us your phone number you can send us your phone number any information you send to us is kept confidential so don't worry uh, you can reach us by going you can talk to us through the chat there's a link on the main page yes. there's also a webcam on the main page and you can also join our Yahoo groups yep through the website and yeah. the website is www.swendirect.com and you can be assured that our sound card will crap on us tonight oh yes <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so be patient if the sound cuts we'll be back on the air shortly after so We're working on it do anybody saw some movies um uh, actually I saw one okay uh, badass badass which is a documentary about a, the first black, the uh, making of the first black exploitation movie, and one of the first indie movies ever okay. made. Uh, it's an excellent movie. Follows this movie about this guy. I think his name is, uh, I forget his name, Marvin or Melvin. I'll look mm-hmm. it up on IMDb. Okay. Um, it's really interesting. It follows out how he, how he finds his money and how he goes into virtual um, bankruptcy. From uh, working on this movie, mm-hmm. the um, webcam is uh, is for now stopped. So uh, be patient; we will be uh, starting it again. Yeah. Um, it's it's by uh, Melvin Van Peebles. Uh, he it's about this guy. It's actually his son who plays the father. Um, it's a very very interesting movie about. How he he's a black guy and he's trying to get his movie made and he's having a really really hard time because none of the studio execs want to give him any money because he's black. Okay. And he makes a racially provo- a provocative movie about this guy who's uh, who's uh, who sees another black guy getting beaten up by the cops and he fights back and he beats up the cops and he has to escape from the cops and he does at the end. Okay. And that was a very controversial movie in. Uh, in 1971. Okay. I, I, I thought it was a recent movie. Okay. Oh, no. It's a documentary about a movie okay. made in 1971. Oh, I, I, I think I saw maybe something about that. It's very good. Very good. I'd the, recommend The guy who did it is the son? Or yes. Okay, yes. that's it. Okay. Um, you can get it on DVD. Okay. So go rent it. I think it's still playing at Cinema Park if you're... Um, Sorry about that. In Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah. Okay. For my part, I saw Hero, the remake uh, with Jet Li uh, as the main character. Yes. Yeah, which is the... Uh, let's see the story about how the China unified it itself. But in an... Ar- Inadvertently. Yeah. In an artistic kind of way. This is not the basic Hollywood movie with all the flashes, explosion and everything. It, it, it's supposed to be beautiful. It's really beautiful. You got... Uh, color themes throughout the story. Basically, it's the same story told with different point of view. Oh, that's great! So you got the the hero point of view when he, he, he tells the story. You got red colors when the the emperor is, is uh, telling the story. It's all in blue colors. When you got the real story, 
it's in white and with a parallel story which is in green you got all that's the so cool you got you got all the uh, the artistic combat uh, style you know really fast but flying uh, flying karate uh, and everything you know the like in the uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon type of stuff uh, Chinese movie all, always finish bad <laughs> this one's the same there's a love story that's cool uh, it's I saw it in Cantonese or something with English subti subtitle and your brain is your brain wants to watch the image the images but you need to you know to read the text but if you're good in English which most of you are <laughs> you should have no problem. a problem yeah that's it but it's a beautiful movie uh, really tone based and uh, great photography the, the, the uh, it's really go see it uh, in the in the theaters you know yeah that's about it I I would give Martin, it 8 out, of, 8 out of the 8 of, out of 10 Martin did you see anything? you see a movie or something? Uh, or did you all uh, actually play I, the uh, actually I watched a really funny trailer of an upcoming game that's called Evil Genius uh, I sent some of you guys some links I don't know if you had time to check it out basically it's it's a game coming up this is fall and it's just funny because go see the website howevilareyou.com and you'll just en enjoy the show it's I saw really the trailer funny. of uh, American po uh, American Police but uh, you know the like uh, Thunderbird type of movie done by the South Park uh, creators. Oh right, the the, the Super Mario Nation style movie. Yeah, the American yeah. team, whatever. America, America. Team US, team or Team yeah. America, or something. Team like America. That. Is it good? Uh, oh, it's it, supposed it, to be hilarious. It, it seems to be really funny. Just the trailer is really funny. I saw it at the theater. Yeah, uh, well, they hit on just about every political. Yeah, there could be. There's out there, there's so. even uh, not a marionette, but uh, puppet. a puppet. There's a puppet of. Uh, Damn the nine the nine Michael eleven Moore. of Michael Moore. Yeah, apparently he gets dished out pretty yeah, badly. In yeah, <laughs> which is okay by me. <laughs> actually, Trey and uh, the two guys who are doing it, South Park guys, yeah. are actually really good friends with Michael Moore. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's uh, an inside joke or something. Well, they or they're bashing the people that are making fun yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I th yeah, my, they're bashing him. Yeah, but he might be taking some of it too. You know. Whatever. They're, those two are known to hit just about anything that moves. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like Sebastian. <laughs> oh, that's that. You know what? That's really bad. We're hitting this guy, and he can't reply to it. Yeah. And I saw also Resident <laughs> Evil Apocalypse. I won't go into details, but uh, it's an action movie. It's uh, don't I think, huh? Don't think. Yeah, that's a don't think. Uh, I didn't play the, the the Resident Evil games, but there's some similar things like the Nemesis character or something. I was told that there's a sequence in the movie that everybody who's ever driven a car in his life w would love to do on their own. Like oh yeah, driving yeah. around in a car and they hit somebody. Yeah, it's a taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah, just just running around. They they they're sealed, they they've sealed the city. And the, the cab driver is driving around, and he sees a uh, a zombie, and he just bash it, and like ten points or something. And, he's so <laughs> happy. and 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 just after that, he sees two oars on the side of the street with no top, and he, he just see them, and he runs into a post. Ouch! <laughs> Bang! You know. Let that be a lesson to you, folks. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the road. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about it. So. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot. We're gonna talk about this show is the first anniversary of broadcasting in English. Ooh, Ooh. yes. Can you figure that? It's been a long time. Oh yeah. Yes, the last time we, the first time we broadcast in English was in was September 7th, I think yes. last year. And it was pretty crappy with the Dark Forces. Uh, that was long. <laughs> you know? And uh, what did you think of the last year, let's say? It was a long... Well, I wouldn't say long, but I think that... I was thinking about this the other day on the bus, because now I'm on the bus again and going to school. <laughs> so I have th- time to think. <laughs> I was what, thinking you about... when you're in school? <laughs> I'm thinking about taking notes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I think about the cute girl. But, um, what was I going to say? Sorry. About the... the oh, yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Shut up, Mort. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking about how long... We're coming up to... We have less than one year for Star Wars Episode 3. Yeah. And how I thought that 2000, the 2003 year was going to be freaking long because there wasn't anything Star Wars coming out. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it went by pretty quick with the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <whoosh. laughs> I have to say, yeah, Clone Wars and Jedi Order finishing, DVD, DVD coming out. Well, DVD is starting to ramp up to the yeah. Episode Three coming out, yeah. but you know, still. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> we did actually twenty-seven show. Twenty-seven shows. Wow. In the year. That's more than two per week. Yeah, but because we have three special editions. So it's one more than two. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> we <laughs> pretty did good. pretty good. Yeah. We had fun? I think so. Because we, would, we wouldn't be on the air Oh, still. no. <laughs> We're still listening to TV, watching cool stuff on TV on Sunday. I'd probably be at work. Oh. Because my boss would come in Sunday nights. So... So you're glad it's still on the air? Oh, yes. <laughs> I look forward to it. It's like Sunday afternoons, going to Star Wars on Direct, going to Star Wars on Direct. <laughs> yeah. The show is long, but we enjoy it, so... It always goes by so quickly. Yeah. And thanks a lot for all those listeners out yes, there. thank you. Yeah, because if you... If, if, if you didn't you listen, it'd be kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, uh, I know that... Uh, we're gonna play late, uh, a little bit later uh, Tatooine TV that uh, Jeff Rooney did about the, our show. Like oh he boy. said, we didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it. So I don't have a freaking clue I'm scared. what it's about. And he wants us to give give comments right after. Oh boy. <laughs> so uh, I guess... Yeah, I'm scared a little bit, but probably... Uh, I'm not scared. Jeff's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, it should be pretty funny. If it's like that on TV, it should be funny. You know? So, are we re- ready to go to a, on a musical break? Yep. Uh, uh, and if people in the chat, you have, uh, you know, comments about the, our first year of broadcasting, feel free to send an email to studio at swendirect.com and uh, during the course of the show, we will read them. No? Yes, yes, so yes, yes. If you have comments, so s- send us emails, send us MSN, whatever, yeah. chat. Go for it. Yeah, and we, we will read them uh, probably s- maybe during the show or later uh, near the end of the show. So, on that note, we'll go play a little 
song of the 80s, <laughs> Walking on Sunshine. And we'll be back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
A communications disruption can mean only one thing. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the whimper of Star Wars fandom. My name is Sebastian, also known as Ultimes, and my good friend, Danny Pepin, Lunatic. Hello, everybody. And, of course, Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello. We're going to have a good show today. We're going to talk about many things. We're going to talk about Canada, of course. and uh, It is sure hot in this studio. Uh, we're going to talk about music today, actually. Yay! Music. I love music. But the thing is... Now, we're going to have some special guests. Uh, we're not going to... Um, the thing I was thinking was... We're not going to tell you much about them, of course. Yes, the thing is, what I want to say is... So, what did you guys do last weekend? We just paid for health care and sat around and eat French-Canadian fries. Did you see any movies? Danny, wake up. The thing I did this weekend was I I cleaned my room and then I put all my videos and DVDs in order. And then... Okay, Brian, even though you don't have a French accent, you may speak as well. So uh, let us know what you have done uh, this weekend. I was watching C-SPAN all weekend long. I didn't leave the house. I ordered a pizza, and I drank some water. And before we begin the show, we want to uh, have you listen to one of the greatest parodies of all. We love the Star Wars parodies. And uh, since there's only one, that's why we only like the one, uh, Tatooine TV. Now, we want to bring out the Tatooine TV. From the moment I met Commander Pilates, I became conflicted. Oh, I would never admit it to anyone, but her ways and enticements were changing me. I watch too much of the Bravo Channel, the Hovel and Garden Channel, and I now exfoliate my skin every day. Officer Grotto warned me from the beginning, but now I am falling for this vixen, this Commander Pilates. She is a danger, I see that now, but she is an allurement that I cannot resist. If the power of the Sith and the dark side of the Force is a reality, then it is about to be put to the ultimate test. I have avoided answering the constantly ringing comic. I know it's her and I need some time to collect my thoughts and plan how I can deliver this woman to the Emperor before she destroys me. Admiral Stone, sir? Grotto? Yes, sir. Do you have any news for me? No, sir. We're working on acquiring access to the extended records. That will give us more information on this woman. Very good, officer. Let me know when you learn more. Yes, sir. Has she called? Every five minutes. You must not waver. You have a job to do. I'm aware of that, officer. Just keep me informed. Yes, sir. Uh, hello? 
Hi, stranger. For a minute, I thought you were avoiding me. Me? <laughs> Never. Well, good. Because I get upset when people avoid me. Very upset. Well, we wouldn't want that now, would we? No, we don't. We have big plans today. I'm picking you up in a few. We're going to have fun. Ciao. Ciao. What have I gotten myself into? Admiral? Admiral? Yes, Grotto. What have you found? Well, we know the exfoliator has launched many attacks, but there have been no rebel captures by Pilates. We know she hates Vin, and yet you have not been attacked. Has she shown any anger towards you? No, quite the opposite, actually. Even so, there are still many answers needed to end this mystery. Yes, I will continue my interrogation. Hmm. Hold on, someone's at the door. Hi there. Oh, my Sarlacc pit. Something very intriguing has just been brought to my attention. I'll have to talk to you later. Yes, this will take quite a lot of time to investigate. Goodbye. Do you like my outfit? Uh-huh. Make sure you leave that earpiece off. I want you all to myself today, okay? Now let's go. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there was Tatooine TV. I was laughing so hard. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I want more Tatooine TV. Next week, Brian, you'll have to wait. Now, our primary topic. Music. We're going to have John Williams on the phone? No. Is it Menudo? No, Brian, you're so dumb. Hello? Are you there? Great. And now, peoples, we have one of the greatest singers we can get on 20 minutes notice right now on the phone. Say hello to William Hung. Hello, it's the Don. You have gone really crazy now, Sebastian. Is anyone there? Diamond, is it the prank phone call? I want to be the host now. Guys, don't be so rude. William? Diamond, have you called to apologize? No, no. This is Star Wars on direct. I am Sebastian. Boy, my career is over. Okay. Hello. This is Danny. Hello. This is Brian. William? Yes? Do you know anything about Star Wars? Oh, well. Let me see. Droid? Yes. Yes. Star Dipped? Yes, that, that's it. Star Vader? Yes, you got it. No, I've never heard of it. Oh. My. God. But. I know one thing about Darth. I am one. Ooh, the bang, the bang. Oh, baby, with the move, the move. I go crazy cause he look like a flower, but he sing like a bee. Like every girl in history. The bang, the bang. Oh, baby, when he moves, the moves. I go crazy cause he look like a flower, but he sing like a bee. Like every girl in history. Good night, everybody. I need a vacation. I quit the show. This Tatooine TV mini-episode, Star Wars On Direct Parody, is a Jeff Roney Designs production. For more information, please visit jrdonline.com.
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hello, this is Paul Lenz, director of Lucas Online, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And we're back on the air. Well, yes. Well, I'd like to uh, formally announce that I'm quitting the show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, Sebastian is here. I'm the host. Oh. I get to take over. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Well, we did <laughs> like an incredible this. job. We laughed our ass off. All. It was great. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah, I don't, know I, what to I say don't watch C-SPAN. <laughs> I didn't think my action was that bad. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's cool. I have nothing to say on that front then. <laughs> Sebastian controls everything, yes, except tonight, today. Yes. He's sick. He's sick. And he missed it. You know. Yeah. Oh, listen. Do you want to hear something funny? That's what he says about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> no, that you control everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to control everything. But right. I guess that's what co hosts do. They and you pull each other's rope. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the, the co host. Yeah. He just like, th- th- it's like a power struggle, and I just like, I just like, let him go. You wait till <laughs> the dust settles, and then you walk away with the goods. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. Exactly. So, uh, good job. Uh, yes, it was very yeah. funny. Very funny. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, we'll put that uh, on the uh, the, in the archives. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna go into listing people in the chat, Danny. Oh yes, it's my turn to do something. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Uh, oh, uh, A O I Satan. <laughs> Thank God it's not A O L Satan. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. That's an oxymoron then. No, the oxymorons cancel each other, don't they? No. Just do That's your listening. Yeah. Shut up. That's a math. <laughs> AOI Satan Draconis, Ender, Itorium, Jeff Rooney, Kazuki, Kinger, Kitfisto, Me, Matab, Raven, Siabi, Wookiemart, Zeltek. And that's it. Yes. Now we're going to hyperspace. Oh, yep. Turn down your volume if you don't want to listen to it. Here we go. Okay, I'll be in And welcome to hyperspace. And this be just before people who wants to talk spoiler go into yes. my room one. Go into my room one. Okay, I'm gonna start off quickly because I'm not prepared tonight. Because Sebastian told me he was gonna be sick. Yeah. Okay. Um, first, I'm gonna describe the new before the helmets. They've been there's the first one from October twenty. Uh, sorry, the <laughs> August twenty sixth is a show of hands. 
It's uh, four plastic uh, rubber hands for the creature shop from the creature shop. Um, the caption is okay. Show of hands, which one of of us dies in the movie? Okay, extra credit for you two in the middle who <laughs> get iced by Anakin. <laughs> so we know it's a purple hand and a red hand with two fingers. So hmm. Hmm. the others on the other side seem to be uh, human. Uh, well, Kifisto, maybe, yeah. or Plo Koon, yeah. one of those two. They have those pointy, uh, pointy green hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next one is uh, Get Them Off Me. It's a an image from ILM. It's uh, two bug-like uh, robots are on the cockpit oh. of the Jedi fighter. Yeah, I think we saw them in the uh, one of the art of uh, of revenge. Which was the uh, the escape from uh, like there was a spaceship crippling down, and you, you got uh, troopers and Jedi in midair uh, in zero gravity going to a room uh, sealed, and you got those two I- in midair. Cool. Yeah, so probably, um, uh, probably co- destroying. The caption yeah. is: um, This cockpit view shows a Jedi starfighter crawling with a nasty. Buzz droids during the massive space battle over Coruscant, which happens at the beginning, right yeah. after the crawl. Yeah. Um, the next image is up my sleeve. It is a picture of none other than the Darth Lord of the Sith, oh. the Master himself, Darth Sidious. And it's a picture of his vi- of his uh, lightsaber. lightsaber. Obi Wan Kenobi was right to be distrustful of certain politicians. But was it curved or something? Or yes, like it, uh, it's smooth. Like it. yeah. Silky smooth, as Sebastian said. Um, next is um, the null visions from uh, the QuickTime VRs. Um, there's a one, the stage one is host to the huge Trade Federation cruiser bridge set seen here from the outside and from a distance. Um, it's basically a quick time VR of the set with basically you see George, you see a bunch of people. You see some of the sets. Not too interesting. And the video village which everyone yes, wants uh, as a TV is Yes. <laughs> I want it on my s- as a set, but that's yeah. not gonna happen. <laughs> um the second the next one after that came f- is uh, a few weeks l- a few days later. It's from the uh it's Bail Organa's office. It's beautiful. Very nice. I, I was on vacation, so I actually didn't see those. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, okay, it's pretty cool. I'll see. Uh, I'll see it a little bit later. I get to see a bunch of stuff. Like nothing really that you haven't seen. Yeah. it's nothing special. Um, the vent shaft is from the escla- the uh, Pal- Palpatines and uh, Anakin's escape okay. with uh, from the cruiser ship, and they're going through water, and that's I think that's the part where they're going through water. Okay. Um, quickly, I'm gonna resume. Episode. Um, thank you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Nick. Uh, the Nick from Montreal. From uh, St. Catharines. Oh, no. no. Okay, your friend. Okay. My friend, Nick. Okay. Okay. Um, next, I'm going to resume the episode three really, really fast. So, Palpatine is captured yep. in the last episode of Clone Wars Season 3. Yep. Anakin and Obi-Wan are engaged in a huge battles, battle over Coruscant. And they go after him. And they and they are the two Jedi that are sent after him to capture him on to go get him get off him. the ship. Yeah. Um, Anakin and Obi Wan uh, meet up with Grievous and Doku and Palpatine, and they're in Grievous's chambers. 
Um, somehow Obi-Wan is distracted and he does not see the fight between Anakin and Doku because D- Anakin takes down Doku. Yep. And he kills him. And probably Obi-Wan is searching the for Grievous. Or something like that. And Grievous isn't there. Um, anyway, they meet back up. Uh, Palpatine and Anakin and then the, sh- the ship that Grievous is on um, goes down onto Coruscant, crashes into Coruscant. Um, Grievous flees. Mm-hmm. Anakin and Obi-Wan go back to the Jedi Council and Obi-Wan is now on the council. Yep. So let's get Fisto and a bunch of other members. And Anakin wants to be a, Anakin a master. Wants, Anakin wants to be a master. And the Jedi Council's pissed off at him. Because they killed Doku. Doku. And when they told him, bring him in. So, then Anakin goes... Uh, Obi-Wan is sent, or goes off to hunt down Grievous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi-Wan... At that time, at that Anakin time, is the bodyguard of uh, Palpatine. Alp- Palpatine brings Anakin in to... You know the dark side. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's when he goes Explain over. everything. He explains. He teaches Anakin the history lesson, which is from the before the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other things to happen. Uh, Anakin is then brought into Palpatine's inner circle. He's going to go kill all the Jedi while yeah. Obi Wan's away. Obi Wan meets up with Grievous. Kills him. Kills him, or has a fight or something yeah. like that. Um, Anakin kills the Jedi Council kills a bunch of Jedi with clone troopers and it's at that point that the Jedi count the clone troopers turn on the Jedi yeah. and, and there's the, the mass there's there's the genocide yeah. um, now Mace Windu uh, is aware ex- of that Mace Windu is um, he goes with Kid Fisto Plo Koon um, to meet with Palpatine because he knows something's up um, so Anakin's there he takes Anakin takes out the Jedi yeah Including Mace. Including Mace. Um, Anakin is then sent off to kill the rest of kill the rest. Go after Obi Wan, I think. Yeah. No, he goes to Mustafar. Yes, he goes to Mustafar. Oh, yes, to finish off the rest of the Separatists. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, and he he goes goes first. He goes to see onto Naboo to see Padme. I, she wasn't on Coruscant. Or maybe point? she goes. Yeah, okay. They go. She goes. He goes to see Padme. Yeah. Um, I'm going there. I, I have a job to do. Blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Um, Anakin then goes off to Mustafar. Obi Wan comes back to see Padme. Yeah, and you say, "Tell me where's where's Anakin? Anakin? Where she feels really bad." They both go off to Mustafar. Yeah. During that time, but Padme slip slips into the ship unnoticed. Ah, uh, she does. I did not know that. Um, Padme uh, bef- during that time, Yoda again confronts uh, Palpatine. Palpatine, and they have a showdown. Palpatine. Beats Yoda. Yeah, Yoda is sent flying through a window, and then you can go see another uh, before the helmet shot, where uh, bailing out. It's called bailing out. Okay. It's bail that, ca- uh, that saves Yoda. Yoda and Bail take off. Go to the Tantive Four. To go to the Tantive Four, where they and then now back on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Anakin meets uh, me sees L- oh, Padme and Obi Wan arrive. Had he's pissed off because Padme told him where Padme where blah 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 where, where it was, was. Um, choke her or something. He chokes her. He thinks she's dead. Um, they ha- Obi Wan and Anakin fight. Anakin falls into the lava pit, as everyone knows. And yeah. You can see some of the footage from the uh, Back in Black video mm-hmm. if you know if you're astute in finding that on the and internet. And on the DVD, there's there's going to be yeah. stuff, and yeah. we're going to talk a little bit with Nick about the birth of the lightsaber okay. from the DVD, okay. from the DVD. Um, next, then they, uh, basically that's what happens. Uh, right after, Bale, Bale goes and picks up Obi-Wan. Yeah. 
they, they, in the tentative for they and decide to the Yoda and Bale and Obi Wan decide what to do. They go to Tian Medan planet to for uh, Padme to give birth. Yes, yes. I thought that was on Lucifer. I don't know. I, no, that's I mean part sh- still shady for anyway. Yeah. Um, they get uh, Padme gives birth. Um, she, she dies. dies. I think that happens on Nebu. I'm not sure. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be in the end credits or something. Okay. Um, Obi Wan. They decide to split up the twins. Split up, split up the twins. Anakin is reborn as Darth Vader. Obi Wan. Uh, uh, he gets picked up. He gets picked up by clone troopers, stormtroopers, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he gets brought back to the Emperor. The Emperor tells him that he's killed Padme. He gets really pissed off. Everybody feels this wake of the Force. Yeah. He destroys his room and everything. He destroys a bunch of shit. Um, then they go back off to a star destroyer. A star destroyer. He sees the construction of the Death Star. And that's blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. And, and you see Obi Wan taking Luke to, to uh, Tatooine. To, to Tatooine. Uh, Bale gets Leia. Yoda goes off to Dagobah. The droids stay in the care of Bale. Yeah, probably we'll probably see them get uh, C three gets memory his wipe. No, C three PO gets his memory wipe. R two D two does not. Okay. Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! And that's last Star Wars Episode Three movie. Er, blah. What we know, uh, and it's been ten minutes. There you go. Okay, so you want to talk? Tell the people in the chat that uh, we're back and we're done. Yep. Okay. Spoilers off. Somebody get Martin. <laughs> I don't know if he's he's outside or in the bathroom. <laughs> he's in the bathroom. <laughs> That'd be funny. Okay. Um, so that's about what's it. What's next? Oh, oh. miscellaneous oh. news. Oh. Da, 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 da. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. And we're back. Go yes. ahead, now the mist- miscellaneous news. <laughs> okay, in the uh, comics, there has been a new um, development in that sense. There is the uh, New Jedi Order era books. There's been a new... Uh, sorry, I'm going to start over. Uh, the Nathan Butlers has been allowed to publish a sneak preview of his upcoming Calcatoran story in Star Wars Tales. Um, it's a single panel featuring Kyle himself. You can go check out Star Wars fan work site to check out the new art. And there's also the new uh, audio drama from Michael Smith. Yes, I'll, I'll talk to you right yeah. now. It is a Sith, Sith Journal announced. A veteran audio producer, uh, voice actor Michael Smith has dropped us a few lines of information for a forthcoming audio drama that he himself will be producing it. Producing. Hi everyone, as many of you know, I've mainly provided voices for audio dramas and done some radio work. Well, I thought it was time that I had to go at writing my own audio drama. Sith Journal is a temporary title. Um, the basic premise is the story is going to be of a Padawan turning to the dark side, and no, the Padawan is not Anakin Skywalker. Um, the original idea for the story can be tricked back to around 1997. At the time, I had heard the, vo- the word of Padawan. The original outline for the story was something I put together for a character I created. It's going to be interesting. Michael Smith. There you go. So check that out. Look forward. 
to uh, StarWarsFanWorks.com <laughs> for more information. Yes. Let me continue. Now, back on to the, the, comp- the Star Wars Comics Companion has been announced. Now, this is going to be an es- like the Essential Guides, and it's going to be um, a softcover book that represents a complete chronology tour through the Star Wars comic book timeline. That's Amazing. Cool. Really cool. Um, written by comic book writer writer Witham and Essential Guides author Daniel Wallace, this 200-page volume will span every comic published from Marvel's first issue up to episode 3, all under a new cover by Tsuno Sanda. Tsunedo Sanda. Sorry. Um, the new Dark Horse preview has been released. Um, latest online previews have been posted, including a first look at Star Wars Republic number 69, and Star Wars Empire Volume Three. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. You're puffing. Oh, well. oh. <laughs> okay. Um, the Imperial Perspective Trade Paperback. Check out the four-page preview by clicking on the thumbnail. So go check it out. It's oh, really there's cool. a preview. Um, next is the. Uh, there's gonna be a new uh, sketch of the Clone Wars and Heritage sets. Um, there's the there's new artist for the Star Wars Empire called Jeff Caroni. He's done other art for the um, Clone Wars, the Heritage sets, uh, for the cards, okay. and the Holonet News and the Star Wars Insider column. So if you've seen the Star Wars Insider, you know his stuff basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should be looking forward to number 25, Empire number 25. The Star Wars December comics have been released. There will be uh, there's previews of the cover of Empire number 28, uh, Obsession number 2, Tales 22, and Republic number 72. So, go check out StarWars.com. Um, and soon, there's been a new update on the future book contract from uh, Del Rey. I think it is. As Surasini says, there are 18 books in the new contract, and nine of them are set post-NJO. Three or four will be uh, post-Episode 3. Two of them, as the moment, will be Old Republic. One may be post-Episode 4. This leaves two other that are yet to be decided. The three or four post-Episode 3 will not feature Luke or Leia and any of the original characters. They're kind of they'll be very young at the time. The two characters, at least in the Old Republic, will, will be new characters and new situations. It's a good mix of characters and settings, old and new. I like the Old Republic era, and I hope these two undetermined books can be set there. That's the 2008 title. Oh. So, they have a while to expand on new stuff. <laughs> um, the new authors... Have they've come out with new authors news? Um, there's going to be a new Zan book set mm-hmm. after a New Hope. Okay. Two Knights of the Old Republic era books by Elizabeth Hand and Drew Kaparskinchin. Sorry. Pronounce that again. Kaparskinchin. Kaparskinchin. Um A writer, <laughs> a writer who worked on the Knights of the Old Republic game, and a post Revenge of the Sith book by James Luceno, which means he's doing the book before episode 3 and after After. episode episode 3. So that will be interesting. Um, In collecting news, there is a new stuff for um, at StarWarsShop.com. There's a new Revenge of the Sith t-shirt. Well, Uh, the one that we're wearing. 
Yeah. Yes. But I think you you speak of the hooded the. Yes. Uh, and then there's the hooded one. Yeah. Ooh, that's nice. Um, there's also three new master replicas of Sith. There's a um, .45 scale replica lightsabers. There's Vader from A New Hope, um, the damaged Darth Maul from A Phantom Menace, and Count Dooku. The from damaged of Darth Maul. Yes, half his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, see half his lightsaber. Yeah, okay, I thought that was the one that was cut in half. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see all the inside of the the lightsaber. Oh, nice. Oh, you're talking about the lightsaber, not yeah. the Darth Maul figure. Okay. No. Now I get it. The, um, replica, yeah. the holographic Emperor is available for pre-order. So, um, on StarWarsShop.com. So, it's exclusive to though to the hyperspace members. Mm. Sorry. Um, yes, <laughs> the silver Darth Vader details keep coming. Um, it's going to be coming from. It's an exclusive from Toys R Us. There are seven thousand on order. Already? Already. Ouch. For just no, it's that's for Toys R Us. Just oh, okay. Toys R Us. It's only coming on through on Toys R Us, and it's supposed to be in stock between October tenth and sixteenth. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody. There's no details on the um, what will be the. Uh, the details of the promotion yet, but um, it should be coming out soon because it's October 10th and 16th. It's really soon. Um, the new Unleashed figures are being released, and you can see pictures on StarWars.com. There's IG88, Aura Singh, and a Stormtrooper. Bye. We had guests. Yes. Yeah, the <laughs> studio crew is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, the new Battlefront features have been announced. Um, you've got the big. There's this thing is only twenty days away. Um very less, basic less than twenty days, right? Less than twenty days now. Yeah. So uh the twenty first it is the what are we today? Or the twelfth. Yeah. We are the twelfth, so what is Nine that? Nine days. Nine days? Yeah. So it's really soon. Um for the Imperials there's the stormtrooper, the heavy shock trooper, your pilot, the scout, who plays the role of the sniper. And there's the special dark troopers with jetpacks. Oh, cool. And uh, another news, Battlefront recently went gold on the on September 2nd. Hello, Sebastian. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, it's going to be released on uh, 21st. So that's coming. It's gone gold. So it's in cool. replication. Yeah. <laughs> um... More on Battlefront. Um, you're gonna, you know how the minimum system requirements have been posted on the Lucas Arts forum, and uh, some people think it's a big shocker that this game is gonna be 2.7 gigabytes. Ouch! Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. It's gonna be 2.7 gigabytes. It isn't that bad. So the yeah, thinking that Unreal Tournament is like five. Yeah, I know. Oh. Halo is what 1.7. One, 1. Yeah. I don't know, like, that's a small game. Yeah. I'm not really smart. 2.7 is not that big of a deal for me. But with, I, I with 40 gigs and more. I never drive. actually sat down and started comparing game by their size on the mm -hmm. hard drive. That probably means, like, there's no cinematics, yeah. there's no stuff like that. It's only multiplayer, anyway. It's only multiplayer? That, 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 oh, that so then you don't yet. have artificial intelligence to deal with, you don't yeah. have anything like that to deal with. That's fairly simple, then. Yeah. 
Um, there's a 6 megabyte Windows Media File format. Um, if there's a fan trailer on the force.net, it's 6 megabytes. It's really cool. Um, it's a trailer. So just to get a feel of, the, of what's coming. If you're excited. I'm not sure yet if I will buy it. The Battlefront game. It's not out on GameCube. No. On PC, maybe for me. Or Xbox, because my girlfriend have an Xbox. Oh, she, she does? It. She has an Xbox? Yes. So she might be, I might be uh, getting a Did I get this it. right? Your girlfriend has an Xbox? Yeah. Marte is jealous now. It's like no, a gamer girlfriend. No, no. <laughs> what the hell? No, no. <laughs> is her ex-boyfriend had an Xbox, but well, so with her money. Oh, so, so I guess the theory is true that whenever couples split, half goes one way, the other half goes <laughs> the other way. <laughs> okay. Now, you're going to be able to pre-order the Galaxy's expansion set soon. Now, it's $29.99 US. It's rated T. Um, you're gonna be able to. You can uh, order it from GameStop or EB Games while supplies last, um, and you'll receive a guaranteed access to the Jump to Lightspeed beta test in October, and an exclusive in-game ground vehicle, the Nabu Flash Speeder. Okay. Um, that's it. That's it for the collecting news. Okay. I don't know, Martin. Do you have anything the to say about news. the uh, the new uh, Galaxies? Jump to light speed. Uh, jump to light speed? This week, they went in, uh, those people who went to the Star Wars Galaxies Fan Fest yeah. this summer, this week they were going into testing phase for okay. the open te beta testing phase for uh, the people that registered at the Fan Fest. Okay. So they had an exclusive first seat in the beta testing uh, sessions. So that started this week. Uh, then I guess will appear. <laughs> Maybe well, there are already a lot of screenshots yeah, okay. on the official website mm -hmm. uh, that look really cool, and I'm thinking, I was thinking the other day that it's probably going to be a lot simpler to uh, animate the video for that portion of the game since you won't have very complicated polygonal shapes to move yeah. around like humanoid no. bodies. Since it's all ships, they're more, they're mostly Standard, inert. Yeah. It's inert. They don't react a lot to different perspectives and, sh and changes, so it's probably going to be... A l they're either they're going to push the detail that much further since they can use the mm -hmm. bandwidth for it, or they'll just keep the bandwidth low and have fun with making the Fluidity, game really fluid yeah. because it's apparently they're pushing it as a twitchy kind of game. I just pray you can use a joystick to it, you know, yeah. right? so we can relive the old days of uh, X-Wing versus Staff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Hi, Sebastian. He's back. He's sick, but he's listening. I'm go I'll go back to being sick now. Okay, you do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not there to hold your hair back. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not touching his hair. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? What was um? Yeah, you finished the the video game. Yes, Galaxies. I saw a video of it on a TV show. It looks pretty cool. Star Wars Galaxies looks pretty cool. It's a really fun game. Uh, I don't like the people who play it. They, they don't like they don't play. <coughs> That's the problem. It's uh, it's Jedi. Well, not only that. Okay, the issue of the Jedi. Uh, we'll talk about don't it. Don't get me started uh, on, on that on one. the special show. There <laughs> okay. we go. Don't get me started on the Jedi stuff. But it basically comes down to any game can be fun or not fun. It depends on who you play it with. True. Mm -hmm. It's the basic rule of any game. It's choose your players. Some people. 
have a great sense of community playing. Others don't. It's as simple as that. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You we'll do a, a, a Star Wars Galaxy bashing show some sometimes. Or <laughs> okay. Um, there's a one-man Star Wars show that's headed for Indy at Celebration 3. You were with us when we saw it in Montreal? I did not see it. Oh, man. It was too bad. It was great. But um, it's yeah. going to be there. Um, it's gonna be at the. F- it's gonna be uh, during uh, Celebration Three, so cool. we've got to check it out. Yeah. This last two weeks, I've gotten some Star Wars Celebration Three news. Yeah. That, <laughs> and there are PDF files. Yeah, from I, Kennertoys.com. I printed print one. I um, think. the passes. Yeah. We think are going to be ninety dollars. This is based on Celebration Two news, so mm-hmm. it's reliable, I think. Um, it's based on the exhibitor, p- the, ven- the vendor passes, yeah. which cost 90, 90 pre-order and 105 at the pla- at the place. <laughs> so we're looking at ninety dollars US to get into the con for four days. Ouch! Well, that's yeah, expensive. Not too, bad. not too bad. For four days? For four days. How much did you pay for SFX? 40. Fif- Forty-five for three 40 days. Forty-five. Add another day, and it's Star Wars Celebration three. It's gonna be just okay, Star Wars. That's the problem. It's just Star Wars. There's See, more that's than just Star Wars. You know, you know what? It may be a selling. It may be not a point, a good point for you, but it may be a selling point for others. Yeah, that's true. Granted, I agree. No anime. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> I have nothing. No, like, there's no anime girl, so that's a downer. Yep. Yes, <laughs> there but you go. <laughs> there are. I don't know. I SSFX. I didn't like the whole. It was too much anime. Yeah. Granted, I agree. Yeah. It was a little not saturated. enough SSFX. Uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, uh, actually, I'm on the I'm in the uh, costumers forums. Uh, I've been on the costumers forums ever since uh, the SFX mm-hmm. at the CNE, and um, everybody was saying that there was we the anime was out of control this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I guess that's just gonna provoke people into like doing other something mm-hmm. other than just anime. Mm-hmm. You have to understand though that anime costumes are easy, easy and cheap to, to make. make. Yeah. yeah. Damn so, them. no, not damn them. <laughs> Have you seen the blue kitty costume? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw the gingerbread man. There you go. That was a good one. That was a little Chinese girl, five foot four, in there. <laughs> really? Who would have Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So it's ninety dollars US for the pre-order and for five at the event. So we're thinking that that's going to be what we're looking at. For and the for price. for the exhibitor, just some prices there. If you want a standard boot, uh, ten by ten, ten feet by ten feet, that's a lot. It will, if you, if you are reserved early, it will cost us a, a, a thousand, about twelve hundred bucks US for one point two k exactly. And if you're late, it's one point four five k. Wow, ouch. Okay. And if, uh, and if you have a, uh, uh, but that's a, a ten by ten boot. If you have a thirty-five boot island. You wow. know, t- 35 boot joined together, it's $60,000. Well, it's not that much. If you're doing an exhibit and you want to, like, make money, if you sell, like, $6,000, see Master Replicas. Yeah. They're going to sell, they, they, make, they make one sale. They've made it back. Yeah. They That's make back it. their money. And you know? then, then they're on profits. Mm. You know? They, yeah, they, they probably go to the uh, the majority. But th- this, this PDF file is cool because you have. All the hotel information and yes. all the restaurant 
Uh, what, what about the? the uh, did you did you print out the one with the timetable? Uh, the plan? No, 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 the timetable about what's going to happen when oh, and when yeah, people uh, can I get in. I think the, uh, the, is it this their this show, show's thing. hour? The show hours. Is it this one? Contact no. information, the show hours? Yes, this one. I'll read it out. Okay. Okay, starting on the Tuesday, you know, exhibitors, who cares about them? Um, they're just selling stuff. Uh, Thursday morning, the show hours is noon to 10 p.m. Um... And the attendee, okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the art show check-in, okay. Open for Star Wars fan clubs only starts at noon to 1. So if you're not a Star Wars fan club member, you're not getting in until 1 o'clock at least. Um, That's what I'm... They're, they're going to have access to the exhibit hall, Star Wars, episode, uh, the Celebr- sorry, the Celebration 3 store, and the autograph area. Then the exhibit, the exhibit hall opens for all at 1 to 7 p.m. Open for all the uh, Celebration 3 store, autograph area, and art show. Open from 1 to 8. The Star Wars opening ceremony is at 8.30. They're going to start the lineups at what? 1 o'clock, noon? The day before. <laughs> the day before. <laughs> uh, I like that. The, um, it's on the, again, the fan clubs get in early, er, an hour early Friday morning. They, they get in at 9. Um, and they get ex- they get the exhibit hall, the Celebration 3 store, the autograph area. Then it opens at 7 to for all, the exhibit hall. And, uh, sorry, no, sorry, at 10. And then the uh, the uh, the exhibit hall closes at 7. And the Star Wars uh, Celebration 3 store oh, keeps stays open until 8 and the autograph of area course. as well. <laughs> of course, they got to make their money. Uh, nothing against that, though. The show hours for Saturday... 9 a.m. to midnight. Oh, right. Uh, Probably the uh, costuming. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. S- the masquerade uh, or something. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. It doesn't there say much about the events. Yeah, there, there's no detail. No. Um, the Star Wars fan club members again get in early. Uh, start at 9 to 10. Um, then it opens up. It's basically the same thing as Sunday. It closes at 8. There must be more afterwards, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Um, same thing Sunday, uh, ac- except for it closes, or it's a 4 p.m. close time. Okay. So, uh, show ends at 4, guys. And basically, the, the rest is, you know, the, the it's all information for exhibitors. If they, they uh, reserve early, they will have a chance to go uh, to uh, reserve a room at the hotels in the blocked room by Lucasfilm yeah. ahead of the fans yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, all exhibitors will be in the same place probably at the hotel yeah no. um, well that's it for the Celebration 3 news yes. I'm really disappointed I'd love to tell you guys more but I don't have any more information yep. it will be coming up it's coming soon okay I've renamed this um, part it used to be called Star Wars DVD mm-hmm. but with new news it's called Star Wars DVD and TV, and TV. <laughs> Um, what do you mean, and TV? And TV. You'll uh, see. It's you'll official hear. The TV show now? It's official. It, it's been official for a few weeks. Just nobody's recognized it as official. Well, wasn't it like a couple of months ago we did a, a, a show we just did. on we did what that, what but the it TV wasn't. It was that was still a rumor. That was still a rumor, but now it was confirmed a few weeks ago by the president. He said they weren't doing any Star Wars more movies. George video. Bush has officialized the no, fact no, no, no. The LucasArts president, oh, the okay. vice LucasArts vice president, <laughs> he confirmed that. Um, there will be. Uh, he's, they're not doing any more games for the movies, but they're doing games for the TV show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and nobody like nobody clued in. Oh, 
Oh, okay. They just kind of read it and went right over that part. Wow. I, I don't know. I recognized. I was like, "Holy shit! It's it's official now." I yeah. wonder if that ties in with the massive firing of people at LucasArts. It does. No, pro- I'm probably yeah. Well, not the LucasArts, not the TV show part, but the new president. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, so uh, Lucasfilm. We're just waiting for the uh, official site to say. Okay. It. Yeah, and the time setting uh, and everything. Yeah. On the Wednesday, October 25th, Lucasfilm. Again, denies Star Wars sequel rumors. Shut up, guys. It's not good. The movies Octob- aren't happening. October 20th? Uh, September. and August. Before we left for They denied it again. Like, it's not going to happen, And guys. their employees signed an NDA. An NDA. The ILM signed an NDA. Not to talk about the When you think that Peter Mayhew's NDA is like 15 pages long... Imagine, them. The, imagine people that are, are knee-deep in the creation of this stuff. You know. yeah. um, okay, on to other news, DVD news. Uh, the Droids and Ewok DVD covers are online. You can check out DVD tunes um, for the DVD cover art for Droids and Ewoks. They are being re- released under the Star Wars Animated Adventures banner, which I'll, I'm thinking we'll see Clone Wars Season 1 and 2 under. Oh, um, I, I don't want to buy those Ewoks and Droids, but uh, really the no, Clone Wars the yeah. same collection, I think. Okay, okay. Um, they're going to be released on uh, November 11, th- 2004. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, November 23, 2004. Um, they're kind of standard pictures. I don't, I don't know what to expect. Don't expect much. It's just <laughs> like art from the... Uh, uh, ar- the artist inspired from the TV series or something. Triumph the Insult Dog comic... Uh, sorry, the Insult Comic Dog talks Star Wars fans... Oh, so he was interviewed by TV Guide, or interviewed, if you could say that, <laughs> um, by TV Guide about his new DVD collection of greatest hits and stuff. Uh, Sebastian's mortal enemy, this guy is. Uh, Sebastian hates him to death. I like him. He's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that way. I want him to die. Um... See, Team Guide says you've been brutal to Star Wars fans. And Triumph says I don't regret picking on Star Wars nerds, but you have to feel a little sorry for them. Articulate more. Sorry, I don't regret picking on Star Wars nerds. You have to feel a little sorry for them. I hope George Lucas can CGI them some girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the segment, the Star Wars segment, is included in the Triumph New Best of Triumph now, Comic you know DVD release. I have, I have my own theory about people who diss on Star Wars fans and geeks in general. I mean, if you have time to waste dissing about us, that doesn't say much about you yourself. <laughs> You know. I think I, I take it in good stride. I just think I, I think it's goofy. It's funny. Yeah. I, I can poke fun at myself. Jeez, yeah, I, I'm the first guy to do it on myself anyway. Not you, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we all make fun of each other. Of course, it's all about having a sense. CIB uh, asked, "What is the NDA? It's a non-disclosure agreement. agreement. You know, yes, it's, it's a contract that you signed. It, it's like a, it's like an agreement with yeah. the devil. You're not gonna yeah. s- you don't say anything or else you're screwed. Yeah." You're screwed. You okay. get like you're you're ass screwed. <laughs> you know what? I have an anecdote towards this, and it's when I paid a visit to my friend who used to work at uh, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. He was working right in one of the main of the five houses on the Skywalker Ranch, mm-hmm. which is like oh, drop dead gorgeous domain and everything. Like bah, mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe it. You had to say something. Yeah. 
What? You had, you had to sign something? Not really, no. 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 Oh. I could. Well, I had okay, to like, w- tell that at the at the gate. You say I'm coming to visit such and okay. such a person. But there I'm was sup- nothing in production at that time. No, abso- okay. no. Uh, episode one had just come out and everything, so you know they were okay. they were pretty safe. Um, but the uh, like, if you wa- uh, if you work there and you want someone to visit, you have to drop your the the person's name at the gate so that you're expected know, and everything. Because yeah. if you're not, then pff, they just point go that way, you know. I'm reminded of that big metal eye that sticks out of Jabba's palace's mm-hmm. door, you know, welcoming people. They should like just have that. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but anyway, the anecdote was that he was, I was taking a tour of the grounds and everything, and when we get in front of what they, uh, was called the legal building, where they hid all the lawyers, it was funny because everybody would... The tip licensing people, yeah. Everybody would tiptoe in front of that building. Because they didn't want to piss off anybody who was working in that building. <laughs> oh, really? Because it's all the legal people. So there was some, some sort of inside joke on the Skywalker Ranch itself where, don't piss off the legal people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that offends you. Offends me what? Oh, the star I, laugh the my joy, the, I laugh my ass off. I love when Spock gets there. Yeah. What? He gives the finger to all the stars. He just wa- is Spock, is Spock, the another nerd. Like, there's a few nerds Who's that... Who's There is somebody disguised as Spock. In the Triumph... The Triumph... The, the Triumph uh, skit. He goes to see... You never see During it? Attack of the Clones lineup in New York, he nope. goes down and visits the fans on the street. Nope. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, and man. And he makes, he makes fun. He pokes jokes, and there's a no, girl there, and he says, well, you're a, you're a virtual pick of the litter here with guys that can't have no idea how to satisfy you. <laughs> I, I, I'll show you after I just don't anyway. understand being evil on people that way yeah. you know it's like anyway whatever he, he go and then he brings uh, there's a Gandalf guy dressed up as Gandalf that shows oh, up yeah. and, and like battles with the Jedi <laughs> and then there's there's a the guy dragon master the, the dragon master <laughs> he, uh, he had him email us yeah uh, for our show and then uh, who was it as a guy dressed up as Spock shows up and he gives the finger, finger to all the Star Wars fans. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like, that would never happen. Half of those Star Wars fans probably Star Trek fans. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and that's a cool thing, too. You know, uh, again, when we went to the uh, Canadian National Expo in Toronto a couple of weeks ago, uh, I got... You know, we're, we're talking about too much anime and everything, mm-hmm. but actually, the anime fans are the ones that can bridge all four different genres yeah. that were yeah. displayed there. Because they it all touches on all. Of them. They all have or horror. Anime actually includes horror, includes science Sci-fi. fiction, includes um, comics because they are comics because they are, and you know it's porn. Porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, well the, at, that's, at this point, you know, sky's <laughs> the limit. You know, we can go wherever we want. Yeah. But uh, that's the cool thing about anime. It's flexible. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's really just a style. All fan really base, song. all fan bases should be too, mm-hmm. and I think they are in some sort, in some way. You know, I haven't heard an argument between what would be best in Star Trek versus Star Wars military approaches in oh, the eons, Star- which is cool. Stargate yeah. versus Star Wars. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the uh, Star Wars novelizations are going to be re-released at, uh, including. The Darth Vader covers just like the uh, trilogy full screen DVD. There's gonna Why? Be, I don't know because they can make money. Yeah. Um, they're gonna be a th- new introduction by George Lucas, basically. Okay. So one page new. Um, Is Rick McCallum not gonna be there? I don't know. 
thankfully. I don't know. It's just, they're just books. Oh, books, okay. Yeah, books. He, I don't think he reads books. McCallum? I don't know. Doubtful. I don't know. He's, he sounds like a funny guy. He's yeah. too busy being high, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. He's <laughs> high on life. <laughs> um, uh, the Macs are behind the Star Wars and DVDs. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. The new DVDs have been digitally remastered on Power Max G5. I'm not surprised. They're beautiful. If they use QuickTime, you know? Wow. It's like they're basically uh, supercomputers. Yeah. 600 Power Mac G5s cleaned up every single frame. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> if you've seen any of the shots online, they're beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Like, you drool. Okay. In the French show, we got the Dark Jedi. He has uh, the... The box set? The box set. And he, uh, he had the time to uh, watch the, the A New Hope. It's amazing, the, the quality. Nice. I've seen Return of the Jedi. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Cool. Um, and Empire Strikes Back, I've seen some of it. I've watched all of it. It's beautiful as well. Very pretty. Very pretty. They did a wonderful work. It's... Um, What's the name of the company? Lowry Digital. Lowry. Yes, and they've cleaned up NASA stuff, made it beautiful as well. They've done a lot of work. Um, recently, Lucas was interviewed by Charlie Rose on PBS. PBS, uh, yeah. PBS, very good. I love that show. I couldn't watch it because I missed it. Mm-hmm. I was watching Badass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know where your priorities lie. <laughs> well, I forgot. I thought Badass, badass was going to finish at 11.30, and then I forgot. There we go. Um, anyway, they just talked about uh, how George Lucas got into filmmaking at USC. Um, they talked. They touched briefly on Lord of the Rings. Um, how um, maybe Star Wars or George Lucas and Star Wars helped Peter Jackson make Lord of the Rings into a trilogy. Meh, I don't think so. He 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 didn't think so, and I don't think so as well. He said it was probably still a tough sell. Um, they talked about different things. Not they didn't really touch on um, episode 3 on episode 3 but there was he said that there will be no more Star Wars movies yet again come on people just listen up he said it how many more times um, it won't be in movie format probably no sorry guys um, <laughs> uh, different stuff to talk about the educational fund he works on stuff like that yeah um, now Lucasfilm um, TFN was in Los Angeles for the DVD Press um, Day, sponsored by Lucasfilm and Fox Home Entertainment. Um, they they announced then officially that there will be a Lucasfilm um, TV show coming in the near future. They didn't give any a dates. Star Wars, a Star Wars, Lucasfilm TV. TV show. They didn't say when, but uh, it's in the works. It's in the works. Well, when you they look didn't at comment the on setting or anything. Or release schedule. So either we, I think it's gonna be fall 2006 next year. We're gonna be waiting for a pilot around this time. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, mm, man. Um, we don't know. The we same. may have to change the the, the, the timetable of Star Wars on the Rig because if it's maybe on Sunday nights, night. Sorry, mm. we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You it. might get. I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Or do the show after. Uh, what would be funny that is would to be comment cool. it live. Oh. That would be funny. Would you comment? I don't. <laughs> like I don't in know. Like Mystery like Science Theater 3000. Yeah. That would be funny. No. <laughs> no, but we should do the show right after. That'd be cool. That'd be cool because everybody would would know. be just like, okay, Star Wars on Direct. Yeah. Except for the West Coast people. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> Move to the East Coast. Um. Okay. 
Normally, I really don't like MTV. <laughs> I really hate them to guts. I hate, I hate them. Blech. Well, there's okay. a pun you can make when saying MTV. Mail the TV? No. Empty. Empty. Oh. oh, that's cool. Because they don't play music. No. You'd don't. think they would, but you'd they you'd don't. Think I have MTV at home, MTV Canada. Uh-huh. No music. Because they have MTV 2 oh, for that. Yeah. Now, I'm going to stick with Let me guess. you got to pay more. Yes. There you go. Well, you got to look for ha- America. I already have satellite, and then I have to pay more money to watch. I'll just watch much music. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's somebody sent in something to TFN to get Star Wars fans on Total Request Lives, the where the show where they sell your soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're having a contest, and they need huge Star Wars fans between the ages of 16 and 25 who live in the tri-state area, so New Jersey, uh, what, I don't know what these three states are. Vermont, uh, no, it's not Maine. No, it's not. Those. No, it's tri-state. Uh, okay. New York City. Okay. Um, they need their info ASAP. So if you live in the tri- New York City area uh, you and not. you want to go down to uh, TRL, there is you can contact Lauren at trlcasting at mtvstaff.com or call her at 212-846-8330. So that's TRLL, TRL Casting at MTVstaff.com, Lauren, or call her at 212-846-8330. And don't forget to mention Star Wars on Direct. That's it. Hmm. Um, shameless plug right there. Uh, you get a $5 rebate. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, the THX DVD and re-release into theater. Friday was released in the theaters. THX, yeah. THX. I missed that. 11.30 It wasn't released in Montreal, so you didn't miss anything. It wasn't? It no. was not. <sighs> Is there any place in Canada? Maybe Toronto? No, I hate not the Fox even. people. Not, not, not no, it's because the only place that would pick it up would be, say, Cinema Park. Yeah. And for Lucasfilm to put a movie in there, it has to be THX certified. Good. Yeah. And Cinema Park is not THX certified. Wow. It's very political. Too bad. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming out Tuesday. I know. On DVD. It would on be DVD. fun to see it on a big screen, though. It would have been fun. Have you seen any of the trailers? Uh, I, went, I went to the website. And it really cool. cool. I think the, you redid some of, some of the stuff. Like the background. Is, there the are. Only the, the background stuff has really changed. To make the it re- seem more bigger. Exactly. More populated. I think there's a, there's like a... They've added um, it's scary a chase. You know, what really scares me is that the social issues that movie addressed back in the day are still so vividly true to form today. That well, pe- that's true science fiction. go see that movie, it says a lot about the society we live in. and it One of George Lucas's best movies. It, it better actually, than Star Wars. he got flack for coming out with Star Wars after THX, because when he made THX, all the sci-fi critics were ra- raving and going, this is great stuff and everything, because we're talking about old-school science fiction people who have read the Asimov stuff <laughs> and the uh, you know the list. I can go on forever on this the list. The good stuff, the good post. The true thing. sci-fi stuff yeah. that I was talking about in the, for- in the, in the chat uh, this afternoon uh, in the French show. The what thing what is what's that genre called? It's um, uh, dystopia. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing. If you haven't seen THX 1138, go rent it, go, go buy see it. it, go buy it, do whatever you can. It's just, uh, to my mind, it's George Lucas's best work yet. Like, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan and everything. I love what he did with the movies. But this is true cinematography. It tells a really deep and rich story that you fall into from the get-go. 
and they were doing things in that movie that nobody has actually dared to do ever since. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, hey, did you know the Star Wars DVD come here are coming out? Oh, mm. on Tuesday. Mm. This September Tuesday this week? No, no the twenty first. Because you have to understand one thing: my video died on me three years ago. I and I used to watch those movies like once a week. Once a week. Gosh, oh, I would have lent you my VCDs. <laughs> <laughs> Had I known. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so uh, uh, on our next show, it will probably uh, be a show we'll about the DVD. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say, from what I've seen, the menus are amazing. The cool... Like, it's, you know what? People are going to bitch about the, uh, the, the added stuff, the different stuff. Okay, guys. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? It's his movies. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if, if I ever make a movie and I want to go back and change shit, tough noogies, because I'm going to do it. Anyway. Um, so, um, go, go buy it. Have fun with it. Relive it. I know... I'm not sure... I've seen some of the stuff from the DVD box sets. Mm-hmm. And I really like what I've seen, but I don't know if I have the money right now because I have to buy books to afford them. <laughs> well, actually, what me and some friends are planning is to... One of my friends has moved into his new house, and he's got... He's home theater. Given his basement the home theater approach. Ah. So basically, we'll be just spending the entire Saturday in the basement, rain or shine. Whatever happens, you know, there might be a parade of naked chicks on the street. We won't care. We'll be watching <laughs> Star Wars DVDs in the That's basement. a little extreme. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like... Wait, I don't think Sebastian would... I think he'd go watch... Go see the naked chicks. And he's an extreme uh, fan. I'm not sure. You would... Yes, you would... That's true. I don't know. I, I have to determine my plans. I know... You'd think about it, that's for sure. <laughs> Nick works in a video store and we're probably going to see... The sure early. thing is that I won't be there, guys. You're going to be away. Yeah, uh, maybe in Montreal, but doing other stuff. That's okay. Ah, hey, but he gets That's to watch okay. the DVD with his girlfriend, so it's the best of both worlds. I don't know. I I haven't. I have to work on Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, so I'm not sure yet. So <laughs> anyway, I will. We'll get back to you on the subject of the Star Wars or Don't Show the DVDs. If you want to know about the changes, um, go to Millennium Falcon. They have a good list there, um, including some a lot of the the cl- video clips that are there. Sound bits, pictures. Go check it out. Um, and that's the end of miscellaneous. That's the end of miscellaneous news. It was really long today. Man, it's it like went a month. Uh, now we're almost. Well, I'm sorry, people. Oh, now, to say. now we have to call Nick. Now we have to call Nick for Ooh, Dragon see, uh, see, Report. See. So um, we'll be dialing. Um, I can. Blah 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 blank. <laughs> so Wookie. Um, yes. I don't know what to say <laughs> since I'm just trying That's to That's where we're missing Seb. Yes, because he just likes the blah, 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 and it's all hot air. And then we can pop his head. Well, just give me a bottle and of vodka <laughs> and I'll blah, 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 all you uh, want. We know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We figured that <laughs> out. The Wookiee incident. So, we're calling Nick right now. He was at Dragon Con in Atlanta. Ooh. So he's a lucky bastard. Hello? Yeah. Hi, Hi Nick. Nick. Oh, okay. Hi, Graham. Yeah. Is Nick there? Um, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> Can we talk to him? Who is it? It's Brian from Stars on Drag. Oh, I thought it was Justin. Okay, one sec. Romix. 
twins brothers. It is brother. Yeah. Ooh. Why you saw him? I have. With the kilt. Huh? Nick with the has a hair like hair top. Yeah, the kilt at this. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Okay. Yes. Boba Fett. So I thought it was Nick there. Yeah, but they have their voice. What'd you expect? Twins. Hey Nick. Hey, what's up? Hey Nick. So, how was Dragon Con? Oh, I'm on the air. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, get your volume, get your volume up because we're at the max here. Okay. Is this okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Bad land. Okay. I was Dragon Con. Uh, well. Yeah. It's really low. Can you uh, speak yeah. up? Yeah, sure. Okay. There, okay. Um. Well, uh, DragonCon. Well, but you were there for uh, as a clone trooper. Uh, yes, I was. And uh, how was your first experience with them with the 501st uh, up there? Well, it was uh, it was a really good way to uh, you know start off being a 501st. This is like my third event, and it's already one of the largest. Uh, of the time yeah for having the next would be celebration but yeah it was it was uh, huge starting uh, starting Thursday I got there I met a I met a lot of the five first members we went for the fun got in our armor and we went off to Hooters uh, <laughs> and yeah I, I just with that one evening I met a lot of the uh, a lot of the members I met a lot of them from Florida some from Ohio yeah, just some people I, I met. I met with a lot. Do you have another phone, Nick? Do I? Do I have another one? Is this one like fading out? Because uh, your voice is really low and we can't understand a thing. Oh. Do you hear something? I can't hear a thing. Okay, I'm gonna run downstairs and get the phone. Okay. okay. So, so he, Nick was just talking to us about his experience at Dragon Con and how the first night that they got there, they went to Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, it's a little bit better. Okay, yeah, I was on a cord with him a minute ago. Okay. Um, so, you, so, when you got to uh, Atlanta, you went out to dinner? Yes. With where did you go? Uh, we, all, we all crashed at Hooters. Oh, Hooters. really? Yeah. So troopers at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us go in armor for that, but most of us just you know plain clothes for that day. But it was, it was still cool then. I of course went out in armor, not knowing how hot it would be out there in Atlanta. Ouch. And I managed not to be able to sit down until I had to until I unsuited. But yeah, that was a that was still a good, a good way to meet all these fire force members. Okay, um, we're gonna have to ask you to almost yell into the phone now. Um, so, did you see anything new that you uh, hadn't seen before in the five hundred first? Well, there's just a lot of the the, the uh, just some of the costumes you don't usually see. A lot of like the really really good Boba Fett. There's some of the good like uh, Vader painter. He's one of the one of the premier Darth Vaders you'll ever see. It was, he was really it was a really good suit to, uh, to see. Just, yeah, we we had the uh, the parade on it was Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning. We had a 
the parade. Then yeah. I first was a part of that, and you got to see a lot of the really cool costumes. I got to meet some of the other uh, some of the other people who make clone trooper costumes. There's a really good sets of armor out there. Cool. Were there any uh, arc troopers or the new ones? Have you seen? Did you? Was there any there uh, stormtroopers from Episode Three? There were none of those Episode Three troopers, but there were uh, probably about four arc troopers. Okay. Yeah, more than more than re- more than regular troopers actually. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. and what was the count of all the five hundred first? Did they have a, a, a precise number? Uh, I don't remember precise number offhand, but I was. I'm thinking about. I thought the count was about two hundred. Oh wow! It was a large number. I know, judging like there's group photos, but not everyone shows up for them. Then goes for the parade, but overall, probably we had about, there were about 200 or so in costumes throughout the weekend. Okay. Um, did you see anything um, new from Lucasfilm? Oh yes, uh, they had the uh, presentation from Lucasfilm. Uh, uh, Stephen Sands was scheduled for that, but he couldn't attend. He was feeling sick the weekend, but um, doesn't have fan, fan relations from Lucasfilm. I'm, her name is Gacy at the moment, but she did the uh, presentation. Mary Franklin, maybe. Franklin, that was her. Yes. Okay. Uh, we did. We did a uh, presentation. Uh, it was about the DVD release. Um, well, THX 1138. Uh, that the director's cut release coming up, uh, and of course episode three and Clone Wars season three. Wow. Okay. Did you see anything new from the DVD? Uh, yes, I saw. They, she didn't talk much about the uh, anything in the DVD, about you know the filming per se. But uh, we saw some the feature, uh, some previews of the featurette. Okay. We saw a short, we saw a short excerpt from Empire of Dreams. Okay. Actually, up, uh, it's actually on right now. The there's a 90 minute version airing on A and E right now. Yeah. Yes. There was. They showed some of the interviews of, you know, cast members. Uh, you know. Cast members doing auditions for Star Wars. Uh, we also got to see the uh, the preview for the Darth Vader uh, suit documentary. Cool. Featuring episode three. I don't know if it was the entire thing, but they showed a good deal of it. And, and then they did the uh, preview of the episode three game. I think that was the entire thing, as well as the Battlefront. Uh, the Battlefront trailer. Uh, no, sorry, the demo was on the on DVD, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. It is. Uh, um, did you see uh, what coo- uh, what other things than Star Wars did you see that was cool? Um, there were just a lot of the great costumes that I saw. Was there any uh, Dawn costume competition there? There was a, cost- uh, was a competition I didn't attend myself. Um, yeah, I, I would not say about that, but I, yeah, I, I knew there was a co- Dawn costume contest going on that day. Cool. Uh, but yeah, there's some really good costumes. I kind of think of some offhand. There were a lot. Of, there's some really good Kill Bill costumes. Like they had the bride and like eight or nine people of the uh, Crazy 88. They had a whole uh, whole squad of Master Chiefs from Halo. Cool. Oh wow, that's that's a complicated costume. They were really good. Yeah, they had there's maybe nine predators. Wow. Nine predators. Yep. Well, there were predators at SFX. Yes. Was that including your friends? Uh, no, he didn't go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, w- I was going to bring one of the suits, but that didn't work it. Uh, oh, okay. One the, another one of the great, great costumes I saw was the, uh, the uh, Cobra Squad from G.I. Joe. Oh, cool. And um, they're one of them won the match. They won uh, best prize at the uh, match grade of the entire Muppet Show band. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw that picture on the on the web. It looked really great. It was really impressive. 
and that was probably some of the costumes I remember offhand. Okay. Did you attend any panels? Um, I'm trying to think what panels I attended. I attended, I attended the uh, presentation Lucas film. There was a uh, few panels. My I was in Meet the Fets panel with Ben Logan and uh, Jeremy Bullock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those where I saw that. The uh, I also met, went to the Meet the Five first panel. Okay. The, the worst scheduling, in my opinion, it was the Monday Monday morning. Right, so everyone was about to you know pack up and leave. Monday morning. That's cr- everybody's everybody has a hangover from from the, <laughs> the previous the night day. before on that yeah. day. Yeah. And, yeah what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeez, a you drink a bottle of vodka, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else uh, that you like uh, out there? Um, one of the, be- the fans. Uh, uh yeah, I don't know how, uh, how much chatter this is going on on the web, but uh, Daniel Logan got to suit up in Boba Fett armor. Oh, oh yes, I've seen the pictures. They're yeah. very cool. Uh, did you talk about it all yet? No, we didn't. Okay, uh, yeah, well, I'll try and sum up what happened. Uh, sometime over the weekend, my brother uh, went down, you know, talked with uh, Daniel Logan for a bit. And uh, as you may or may not know, there's uh, a couple of events, or I think it was one or two. Yeah, Daniel Logan had suited up in a suit of fan armor and got a couple of pictures taken. So cool. my brother said, you know, why not today? And he asked me, he said, sure. And Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon, my brother came down and he said, okay, there's my armor. And then he, he suited up for, he stopped for about five or ten minutes, you know, just to walk around, take some photos. He ended up, you know, doing a whole walk around of the convention for a couple hours, actually. Wow! But it, it was it was really cool to see. You know, he, my brother had hadn't really seen his armor on anyone else before. He thought, you know, who better than Boba Fett himself? Of course. So yeah, it, it, there's yeah, there's a lot of probably a few photos on the up on the web. Uh, hopefully, you know, episode three rumors arise from that. But. So, uh, do you think you will attend Dragon Con next year? Uh, for me, I it, I'm you know fifty fifty. I'm thinking if if I can afford it, sure thing. The C3 I will be going to for sure in April, and uh, yeah, if I can manage, I, d- I definitely want to go again. Cool. I can go on here. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks for talking to us, Nick. Right, thanks for calling. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Here you go. Little problem with the phone, but I hope uh, <laughs> a couple of you uh, understood what understood was going what on. Was going on. I sh- I put the mic at the max and I stopped the music to be sure we we heard something. So uh, we'll try it next time to uh, ask him fix to uh, fix the phone, or I don't know why. He, uh, it's last time we, we talked to him, it, it was really low. It might just be his phone. Yeah, probably. So okay, we're at the Where first break. We? Oh my gosh! No, the second break. Coming up on the main subject. Yes. There's a main subject. Sorry, this has been a lot of formalities, but I think I w- I've had a lot of fun yeah. so far. Yes. Pretty so, cool. So, I hope you'll stay in, stay with us for the uh, next little bit. Heather just came in. Oh, my God. Sorry, Sebastian's, Sebastian's not, not here. here. <laughs> um, Heather. Heather. Oh, uh, a long-time okay. listener. A long-time okay. listener. Um, so, oh. we will be listening to American Idiot by Green Day, and we'll be back on Star Wars on Direct. The voice of Star Wars and them.
SimpleNet, you will get at a very reasonable cost an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. This is Stephen Barnes, author of the new Clone Wars Star Wars novel, The Cestus Deception, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And we're back on the air on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hello, everybody. And now, this is the main subject, the Star Wars Miniatures Rebel Store. Okay, so we're going to talk with our RPG expert. Yes. <laughs> our games expert. Expert. So basically, My, Martin, maybe not, but yeah. Freak, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start by explaining a general explanation of the game, giving it... Well, it's very people. Don't have a clue what it is. Yes. Well, so you can look on the webcam right now. You can see figures. Yeah. A well, basically, it, the best way to present it is those of us who have collected Star Wars figures in the past when we were kids. This is basically the same thing, and but uh, you actually get a game mechanic mm. that comes with it and some set rules just to make sure that you know you have a more um, Structured game experience. Imagine the little green soldier when you were, you were a kid. Yeah, army men, basically. Yeah, it's basically it's army men with style. And Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars version. And they have yeah. stats. And yes, have obviously. Obviously. And it's, it's a game, basically? Or well, basically, the miniature game uh, environment got really active in the last, like, four to five years uh, with some companies just pushing the rethinking the way of miniature gaming mm-hmm. as far as uh, because before that miniature gaming was basically having tons and tons of statistic sheets lying all over the place taking up all the space on the table so that you couldn't really enjoy the actual mm-hmm. playing around with your plastic figures or pewter figures yeah, or it was almost figures. more a painting kind of hobby than playing with it pretty much yeah, yeah. but with Yes, because figures would come in pewter or lead, and you had to paint them over to yeah. give them the look. So you didn't have the actual finished look. 
that you get nowadays. And now you have, you buy them, they're pre-painted, pre-assembled, there's no hassle, it's out-of-the-box fun, you know. Like the Warhammer 4K was uh, the pewter. Warhammer, yeah. Warhammer, you had to, like, build an army, you had to paint it and everything, because yeah. some leagues wouldn't let you play with unpainted figures and oh. stuff like that. So it went really far as uh, for the uh, involvement of it all. Whereas this, you know, this format is just you open a box, you put together a few figs through collecting, uh, trading with other people, or just buying singles that you can find in any if hobby store. If you have enough money, yeah. Enough money in any hobby store that yeah. holds them. You know, it's fairly simple. The game's been out a week, and uh, I'm missing only two figs, uh, figs out of the 60 fig set. So, uh, granted, it's not a big set, so it's mm -hmm. easy to finish, but there's no real easy big to hassle. Easy if you have a big pay, if you have enough money. Actually, I compared to other uh, fig games out there, I really didn't spend a lot. Okay. So it's pretty good. Right. I, I can honestly say this is a good ratio. Uh, okay. You get you get a lot for your money. Okay. Uh, now. Uh, now we only see a part of what's of what's uh, yeah, on the table. Yeah, that's just just uh, that's uh, the imp imperial basic. side maybe. Yeah, we got the imperials coming up on our uh, band of heroes here. You know, we got the classic team up from uh, A New Hope. We got Han, Chewie, Obi-Wan, Luke, Leia, R2-D2, and C-3PO, you know. And uh, the way they did it for the 60-figure set is they tried to cover the original movies as best as possible without going overboard. So you'll have, like, uh, you'll obviously have everything from A New Hope. Well, not everything, but a lot of cool things. There's there's no Yoda. <laughs> No, Yoda's not there. I guess they're keeping him yeah, for, for the the, clone um, strike, yeah. the Clone Strike expansion. That's another cool aspect of the game. They were smart enough to realize that you have two distinct fan bases mm -hmm. within the Star Wars fan base. You have the original old school fans. Us. Us. <laughs> and you have the new people who uh, actually prefer Episode 1 and 2 and like upcoming Jedi's 3 and yeah. bef uh, more than the original 4, 5, and 6 episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is okay. I don't have any problem with that. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is that when you start playing a game like this and you don't want to see Jar Jars or Battle Droids or stuff like that, uh, because you have to understand that when you buy boosters for these games, you'll get a mix of you don't know what. It's what we call a blind purchase. Mm -hmm. So you'll get a rare, some uncommons and some commons, but it's a luck of the draw. So you don't really know what you're going to get in you your box of you seven figures. You your boxes, maybe, but... Actually, there's a problem right now, because uh, some of the figs weigh a little more, so mm -hmm. you'll know you'll have, like, one of the five figs that weigh more than the yeah, others. Yeah, for that one, uh, and, uh, I picked up a couple. Uh, I got the do-back, which is probably the the one that's the heaviest. It's the heaviest, and to my mind, the, mo the, the, the most gorgeous fig of the set. You can see it right. Yeah, you should know. be able to see it on the wall. We'll just put it there. Took away the classic It's figures. one of the gord most gorgeous figs in the set, and it actually conveys the idea of what Star Wars universe of the Star Wars universe. You know, it looks really cool. <laughs> you can probably see the scale right there with Martin's hand. Just how <laughs> big they are. Yeah, yeah, they are kind of, uh, and I have big hands. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to see with a uh, a card. Yeah, that's a three standard and a half. Card, yeah. That's a three a and a half by card. A five and a half card, standard collecting card. So you'll get a good idea of the scale. Now, as I was saying, uh, when you buy these boosters, um, what you get is um, so you're getting a blind purchase. You don't really know what you're going to get. 
you know in the starter kit that you have two yes. figures that you know about. When you get the starter, yeah. you get the Darth Vader, one uh, version of Darth Vader. There yeah, are Dark two Jedi. right now. Yeah. And you get a version of Luke, which is the rebel version. Uh, you know, the farm boy, uh, yeah. Luke farm boy, we'll call Luke him. Luke Tatooine. There we go. And uh, basically, that's and the thing. I think one. the distributors of the game were smart enough to realize that uh, people were going to want to buy the classic stuff more. You're, you were going to have a fan base in both mm -hmm. respects. So they were smart enough to make sure not to run away to not uh, annoy the people that didn't really care to have battle droids and stuff mm -hmm. like that because you just know that battle droids are going to be common figures and you're going to have a slew Well, you're going to want a lot of battle droids because they're obviously, cheap. They're obviously. expandable. Yep, there you go. That's the attitude of the Trade Federation Army. <laughs> and exactly, and that's kind of the idea with the Stormtroopers. Storm yes, actually, a note Because on the you can see a lot of Stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm actually happy because I got a lot of them and uh, they are actually really well designed with, within the game mechanics. Uh, if one of your heroes, rebel heroes, runs into one or two stormtroopers, he'll probably negotiate them without too much trouble. So if he turns, but if he does a Han Solo, uh, and I partic particularly like because uh, we had an argument about the new stuff and the special editions mm -hmm. and that, when yeah. Han Solo actually runs into a docking bay filled with them in A New Hope. Yeah, special edition. Yeah, that has so much more of a punch <laughs> than the original than, than one. Than in the original, yeah. where he just runs down a hallway and you don't see it. Yeah, well, in this game, they've actually done it so you can feel that okay. to the to the utmost of the experience. Because when you get a lot of stormtroopers in one room, wow! <laughs> well, you <laughs> get the hell out. Yeah, because you have to understand that you have the swarm effect. If I build an army of uniques, I'll have maybe five or six actions I can do in one round. Whereas if I have a slew of stormtroopers, I can have, like, in one round I can have so many more actions like and opportunities FX, to yeah. actually hit the uh, the characters. Mm -hmm. Now, you, un you have to understand that char uh, you j you're talking about commander effects. Mm -hmm. People like Vader and Tarkin will have commander effects which are basically... Uh, this falls into the uh, game mechanic we were talking about. You see, they, they all come with cards. Yes. Yeah. Every yeah. character comes with a card. Yeah. We'll explain the card and everything that goes into the starter kit. Yep. Okay. So basically, when you get a starter kit, you get a really cool-looking map that yeah. portrays. You figure a generic section of a, the, the, the Death, Death Star, Star, you know, uh, or an Imperial base. Actually, since you have a tractor beam and a docking yeah. bay, you but figure. It's probably but you could Death always Star. just do it. It's yeah. standard yeah. Star Destroy yeah. or well, actually uh, the Executor. All Imperial, all Imperial installations were prefabricated. Exactly. The Death Star is basically prefabricated from component from Navy components that they used in the Star Destroyers. Exactly. They just made sure to copy and paste it every into a big sphere that mm -hmm. made sense. Exactly. So the, the map that it's basically a, a scenario. Yeah, you can. Well, like basically, uh, I guess we're gonna. You understand from the first look that this game they're gonna take in for the long run because uh, they're planning. Yeah, they, Wizards of the Coast, which is the publisher of this game, has been in this for. A long time since the, fifth, since the 60s or 70s. They've been doing these kind of things for a long time. I wouldn't know exactly when, but they are professionals at it. They understand the corporate aspect, the, the uh, corporate aspect of making games. Uh, they've survived. They haven't survived for so long without uh, without knowing that. 
Um, and they actually come up with an entertaining game every once in a while. You know, uh, those of you who know what I'm talking about, they made they revolutionized the gaming environment in '93 with a game, a card game called Magic, mm-hmm. uh, and that got the ball rolling and reactivated the entire and redefined actually the Collectible gaming environment. Collectible carding games have never been the same. Nope. Well, they actually combined the two. Before you had gaming car- card uh, game card games and collectible cards. They took the both of them and merged it into one. Amazing mm-hmm. idea. And before that, it, it nobody had done that before. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the same thing with figures now. Uh, you could, before, uh, like 10 or 12 years back, you would buy a miniature game and you'd get all your miniatures in one set and you'd play with it, like Risk and mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Command chess. and Conquer and uh, not Command and con- chess. Yeah, chess. chess is the ultimate yeah. miniatures game. Uh, this is actually chess with a changing board and changing armies. You basically construct your own army. So instead, so it's of like and construct you your own board if you flip on yep. the other side. You can customize your own board. You can do basically people with any sort of imagination, uh, artistic sense uh, could just have fun. You know, you big just cardboard play. and yeah. Use cardboard, 3D. You can, I was thinking about this. Remember that show we did with the guy at Nyub Nyub's Universe? Oh, yeah. Uh, his dioramas were just amazingly beautiful. And I think uh, any of you who know what I'm talking about, you could you should go take a look go at his Nyub website. Nyub's, uh, just search on Google. Nyub Nyub's Universe.com. N-I-U-B-N-I-U-B-S dot... Universe.com. No, I think... Wait, guys, I think there's a... If you just go into Rebel Scum... Yeah. There's a link there. there Galactic Hunter also. Or Galactic Hunter. Okay. Yeah. So look for Nyub Nyub's yeah. universe. He's actually searching for a slogan, and he will give us. <laughs> a, 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 he will give a prize, which is a uh, uh, Uzer Daddy t-shirt <laughs> with Darth Vader ear, and Uzer Daddy on the backside. Uzer <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. Yeah. Uzer <laughs> Daddy. Anyway, the I think that this guy, if you have any questions about making dioramas and presentation and miniature maps. He is the guy to go mm-hmm. see for tricks and stuff, and just his website might inspire you yeah. to do stuff. And this game actually might inspire him to do things mm-hmm. as well. Or uh, you can also go check them out live at Legends. Yes. There you go. Oh, yeah, he's got a beautiful display at Legends, action figures on Saints of the yeah. We'll have an ad during the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we have in the box, actually? So when you buy a starter, you get the map, obviously. It mm-hmm. has two sides. The first side is the uh, Death replica, Star. the Death Star. The other side is a blank side where you can have fun and just put, you know, you put, you make your own diorama. You do whatever you There's want. There's a with couple it. of yes. You have pieces. some pre die cut tiles that actually represent the things that we see on the already designed Death Star. Mm-hmm. They're just cut out, so you can redesign the area yeah. as you wish. Um, if you go on the web, since this version of the game is. A clone, you could say, of a Dungeons and Dragons version that mm-hmm. already already exists. Yeah. Uh, you can find on the web a lot of maps for the already existing Dungeons and Dragon okay. game, which actually fit in pretty well with if you do the an outside Star Wars uh, universe. Yes, yeah. there is. A, we found me and some friends found a really cool set of tiles, which would make a perfect setting for Endor. Okay. So you can just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also a lot of ruins on that set of uh, picks, so you could also, also do a uh, Naboo uh, Gungan area with all the there ruins. Yeah, uh, also um, whatever you can go anywhere you want. Wizards of the Coast brought out the um, starter set for their pencil and paper game. Yes, and there was also tiles and a map that came with that. Yep, oh, that's another because thing. it was looking forward to the miniature games. Yeah, 
well, that, that miniature game actually is an accessory or can be an accessory to the role-playing game. Yeah. Uh, because anyone, anyone who's ever role-played knows that it's always fun to have your little fig run around the board. It's easier to, to imagine. To you yes. Well, you know, it's easier, yes and no. You'll have the purists who say yeah. it's all in the mind and yeah. you have to use your imagination. And you have the other guys who are just... But that falls into the old category mm -hmm. when we had to paint our own figures yeah. and you really wanted to show it off. Basically, <laughs> is what you wanted to do. <laughs> okay, now, and um, you, you get you get a well card with each in the box. Each figure comes with its own statistic card. Yeah. On one side, you have a drawing of the card of the character, mm -hmm. which is basically you figure the template they use to make the mold. Yeah. Because uh, it's exactly the same posture. It's not. Um, uh, we had an argument about the the stuff being official Lucasfilm uh, artistic material, but I think it. Uh, it from a corporate uh, point of view, I think it's just Wizards of the Coast making sure that the people they have on staff are because they have a slew of artists mm -hmm. to that make a lot of that because it's a company that needs visual material mm -hmm. a lot, so they hire artists to do the drawings for them. So mm -hmm. I think they just gave a project to their artist artistic staff and just put it on the cards. Mm -hmm. uh, my only gripe with it is that it's black and white cards and yeah. not color cards. That is, uh, if anybody at Wizards is listening, you know, get the message of, <laughs> you know, I know it costs more to print in color, but it would They be already have fun. color on there. What's the big deal? What do you mean they already have color? There's blue and there's I know, gold. I know. It's saturation, basically, mm -hmm. printing. And you got on the upper right corner, you got the... the well, actually, the, the, the uh, we'll, we'll get back okay. to the card bio okay. uh, in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, let's just finish with the set. Mm -hmm. So you get the fig... In a starter, you get ten figures, two exclusive figures, Darth Vader, Luke, with their own cards. Every other fig in there is a mix. You don't really know what you'll yeah. get. You know you'll get so many uncommons and so many commons. It's f it's pretty much a fixed system that's been established for the past ten years. Uh, it works pretty well. Um, they have in the starter as well a D20, which is mm -hmm. the only if thing you you'll play. actually <laughs> need. Yeah. To throw to wow, for that's the pretty good. Only one dice. Yeah. It's truly, it's very simple. There's no lugging around accessories forever. You have a, a cardboard with uh, die cut tokens in there to keep track of the damage yeah. on your cards, which is, uh, you know, for those collectors out there, make sure. Well, those guys already know that, but you don't uh, make sure not to you lose don't the write cards. On it, yeah. Don't lose your cards because uh, they're key. Uh, material that goes with the game. The mm -hmm. Just the fig itself won't do it. You mm -hmm. need the card in order to play because you have to remember the stats and everything. Mm -hmm. So investing in a binder and some card sh plastic sheets is a good idea. Yeah. Yes, it actually helps a lot to sort out your cards. I'm already set up and everything with that. Uh, sadly, I forgot it at home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's there's the problem. <laughs> there you go. Uh, example in point, folks. <laughs> Don't forget your binder. Uh, you also get the rule book. Inside yeah. the rule book, you have really simple. It's for 40 pages. Yeah, and not only for you also get a checklist for all the yeah. the entire collection, which is pretty cool. And, and a quick sta uh, quick uh, run through of the rules in yes. one page. Yep. 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 Uh, the the game is streamlined. I would call it mm -hmm. uh, because it's so simple. It actually has nothing in common with the role playing statistics other than uh, it uses the same terms uh, because the abilities in this um, those of you who have looked, looked at the statistics in the role playing game mm -hmm. uh, they don't really represent the stats on the cards mm -hmm. the, the stats on the cards are really inherent to this format of play mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to want to use those figs 
in the role-playing aspect, you will want you will put those cards aside mm -hmm. and just. You have a sheet for yes. your main characters. And there you go. Yeah. It's just a cool, you know, uh, it makes for a cool miniature setting mm -hmm. during your role-playing experience. Also, in the starter, you will get. Um, I think we've covered it. Yep, pretty much the rules, the cards, the figures, the map, the tiles, checklist. Yeah, that's pretty much it. A command card. <laughs> a command card? A c comments card. Oh, uh, yeah, well, you get that and everything. You know. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> 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 My, if, I, if, it w if I were to fill out all these comments cards, I'd just send, it's too expensive, it's too expensive, it's too expensive, <laughs> just to annoy the there crap out of cards? The comment cards, you know, like, what do you think of this game? And blah, when blah, you blah, go blah. to your restaurant and, you know. Yeah, you know, the like thing. service was awful, blah, 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 and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Can I have your number? You look cute. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, when uh, in the starter you get uh, eight uh, figs. In a booster, uh, you seven get seven figs, out of which you'll pretty good. Yeah, you'll always have one rare, and uh, I think it's three uncommons and three uh, no two uncommons and four commons. I forget the mix, but it's something along those lines. Just know you always have like one rare and blah 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 and everything. <coughs> Uh, other than that, you know, like, uh, I think we can start looking at the, the basically the environment right now. That, mm -hmm. Like I said, they cover the three movies uh, very carefully. They made sure that every species was somewhat represented. Mm -hmm. You And uh, it's not only species, but uh, social settings. You have, obviously, the Empire and the Rebellion that are well represented, although the Empire is really... Well, I think this one, uh, like, it tips towards the Empire a little, because it's, well, it's, it's called the Rebel Empire Storm. Era, you know, <laughs> it's the Empire era, yeah. and the Rebels are just starting to, you know, put things together. Um, so you have a few Rebels. You have Rebel pilots, Rebel soldiers, Rebel commandos. You have the Hot Troopers, which are really cool. I haven't played with them, but I think they're going to pre be pretty strong within the game mechanics. Uh, got the Ewoks and the Jawas. The Ewoks, which are, you know, they made them fairly simple, but uh, dangerous to contend with. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, one one of anything is ordinary, but yeah. 20 of them, <laughs> things get different. Watch out. Watch <laughs> so 20 Ewoks around the corner can be bad news, folks. Remember that. Uh, you have Ethorians, Gamorian guards, Twi'leks are, are represented. Uh, the Munkalamaris. twice. Or twice. Yeah, There's you have a Twi'lek female. Everybody refers to her as the Twi'lek dancer, but she's actually a, a, bodyguard. Uh, a bodyguard. And you but got the classic uh, assassin. Yeah. Which is actually cool because since Twi'leks, um, their ability that they they are very nimble species, and uh, uh, in the game in the extended universe, Twi'leks are known to uh, be good dancers. But anyone who knows anything about dancing knows, uh, understands that. Dancing can become a martial art. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I think they play on that aspect of it uh, when they made the mold for it. Mm -hmm. uh, you you got some creatures like the the, yes. the wampa. Yeah. So we had the Imperials and the Rebels, and you have what they call the Fringe. The scum. The, yeah, the scum of the galaxy. Actually, yes. not the scum My because the Fringe can actually. W uh, they're basically the people for hire. Yeah. They will work with. Both Imperial or Rebels, yeah. whoever pays the most. You can't just yeah. play Fringe? Yes, you can. Okay. In some... some uh, 
kind of games, yeah. If you, well, if actually, you play tr with three people, uh, no, three people, yes. But like they, in the rule book, they suggest that you play some rebel. You choose a mm -hmm. side, rebel or imperial. In a two-player game, they suggest that you play rebel or imperial. Well, rebel versus imperial, and then you can add on fringe, mm -hmm. uh, however you like, to the to a total of a hundred points. Every figure has a cost value, and you build them. You build a squad of a hundred points mm -hmm. or less, without going over. We'll show you on the card where the points are. Uh, well, later. the game yeah. statistics, you can go on uh, the wizards.com website and uh, look for the link to the uh, Star Wars miniatures, and you'll get a really good uh, picture and explanation of what is a uh, Star Wars figure. I I'm think we're going yeah, right to put that on the chat uh, link, Star Wars. and you'll get a good idea. You'll get a good idea of... Uh, because, I mean, whatever we're going to show on the webcam is not going to do justice to what they have up right now. Uh, so, yes, the fringe, are, uh, that's what's pretty cool, though. You can go beyond what was done in the movies. You can have the Ewoks work for Vader, <laughs> which is kind <laughs> of interesting, you know, when you think about it. And they were careful to make, um, to represent the characters in a way that really represents um, the essence of the character. Uh, and more complex characters like Darth Vader and Luke will have more than one version of them. Mm -hmm. Right now we have two versions of each. We have a Darth Vader, which we call the Choking Vader, which is pretty cool because he, uh, whenever a unit in his army fails uh, in an attack, uh, hence rolls a 1 on the D20 that I talked earlier about, mm -hmm. uh, ju just to put everybody on the same uh, pace. When you roll a 1 or a 20 on a die, that's either a critical miss or hit. Obviously, mm -hmm. the 1 being the miss and the 20 being the hit. Critical hit is good for you, bad for the other guy. Critical miss is bad for you, good for the other guy. No. Are we there? Yes. yes. Hey, we're Somebody cool. touched the... Uh, yes. I this. Oh, Sorry. Ryan, <laughs> keep your hands in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> My mother used to say that to me. Oh. Maybe I should listen. <laughs> <laughs> So, as I was saying, the uh, yes, so more complex characters will have more than one version of mm -hmm. themselves. So you have the choking Vader. Whenever a unit in his army fails, he chokes it, and the other units get a plus two to their attack, plus two modifier, for the rest of the game. And that can stack. Okay. So the more guys in your army fail to do, the more Vader will choke them. Uh, hence, you're, oh. using, you're, you're losing the unit that failed the attack, like he did with Ozzel. Okay. You know, he pulled That's bad because... Y y you're killing your own figures? Yes and no, because you by killing one figure, I, I'm giving all my other figures a plus two attack oh, bonus okay, okay. for the rest of the game. Okay. So strategically, the it works. You choke. <laughs> and think about it, it was his way of making sure that everybody on staff, on board the executor, was working at peak performance. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> I thought the, the choking was for... An opponent? Yep. Nope. It's your people. Okay. And they have to be non-force sensitive characters. Okay. So you can't kill your uniques. Because okay. right now, only unique figures have force sensitive traits. Yeah. And actually, you said there's two versions of some... Yes, there's another version of Darth Vader, yeah. which is the dual uh, lightsaber wielding Darth mm -hmm. Vader. And he is all he about melee. He's somewhere else. Somewhere. Put him okay. away. Okay. Uh, he is basically a crazy, nasty melee character. He just rips through anything you toss at him. Mm -hmm. He has 140 life points. Yeah. He, he is a pain to get rid of. Although I played a game with Chewbacca, and Chewbacca nuked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but proud to say. You, can, you cannot play with 
two unique characters. No, no you, you can, can't. cannot play with two Darth Vaders. You cannot have two Darth Vaders in your army. However, if you're playing in a multiplayer game, more than one copy of a character can be per squad. Mm -hmm. uh, that will get weird at some point, obviously, <laughs> but for obvious gaming issues and they want to be able to sell more figs, they have to s put stuff like mm -hmm. that out there or else, you know. But having a limited, having only one unique in your army, that's mm -hmm. good enough for me. There's another kind of play that they mention is the out-of-the-box, which yes. I think is cool oh because yeah, it's well totally random. Sealed, sealed uh, that's what we call a sealed format, mm -hmm. where you just o open the box and start playing. That for tournaments is really cool because it's not about building your army, it's about what Locked. you do with what you get. Yeah. Uh, I've actually won quite a f in other games. I find I'm better at um, sealed format. Okay. As far as because I'm a lot, uh, I'm I like to be very strategic in my playstyle, mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes game mechanics are put me at a disadvantage because uh, some game mechanics are flawed, and they will give uh, uh, you get into all sorts of abuse issues. Uh, because of rule lawyering and all sorts of issues like that, where uh, since it's not written in the rule, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And that gets really annoying at some point, mm -hmm. but in the sealed format, you'll rarely find that because you won't really get the figs that you can combine together. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily going to get the figs that you can combine together to abuse the rule, the flaw in the rule. <coughs> um... So yes, the sealed format is a very entertaining mm -hmm. one. Uh, do we explain what's on the card? Yes, well on the card you'll find obviously the generic statistics, uh, how many life points the figure has, its defense value, its attack modifiers it may or may not have, mm -hmm. uh, the amount of damage it will be able to deal out. You'll also have a collector's number uh, with its rarity symbol, either it be a very rare, rare, uncommon or common. Uh, and you get the point value for building y your yeah, team? Yeah, you get the build point value. Uh, those go toward against your 100-point uh, squad total. Mm -hmm. And you also get the affiliation icon, which is, uh, I find, pretty cool. The fringe icon is the, the image Fett, you yeah. find on the shoulder of Boba Fett. And yeah. oddly enough, I realized the other day, Dirge. Dirge? It has something similar. Uh, well, it looks a lot like it. Okay. I mean, his armor makes it look weird because of the shape it's mm -hmm. in, but uh, I looked at the model, a plastic model, and it, it looks to be pretty much the same thing, so okay. I wonder if they're going to explain that link in Episode 3. They have quite I a lot of... So. They have quite <laughs> many things to explain in mm -hmm. Episode 3, and I don't think they'll touch it all. No. Uh, obviously, we all know the Rebel Signia and the Imperial Signia, blah, blah, blah. There's no surprise there. <laughs> Brian is Brian ogling. Ju just <laughs> wants to buy the game. <laughs> Um, uh, do, 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 do. Yes, you will have Rebel Commandos. I'm um, uh, actually the one figure that doesn't fit in here, where we were saying earlier that there is no Yoda. Yeah. However, there are Wookiee soldiers. Yeah, and that's I a weird one because they don't actually show up in any of the classic movies. Actually, yeah. we haven't seen the DVD set yet, so maybe he gumped a few in there. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's shaking his head. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have. Yeah, he should have uh, put it in the Clone Strike or. Yeah, okay. I won't say it. Oh. Episode three. <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the the um, 
they I think they set the base for a very entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of us who've played Star Wars Galaxies were looking at this, and we're it was actually reminiscing. All, uh, we're reminiscing a lot uh, about the stuff we did in Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> One of my friends who used to play at Trandoshan uh, saw the and his character was married to a Twi'lek <laughs> character. And when he saw the Twilight bodyguard, he just said, "Oh, can I grab one and repaint her to look like the wife?" He goes, "I go, yeah, sure, <laughs> knock yourself out." <laughs> okay, uh, we could show on the webcam a couple of figures, but on the wizard site is uh, get a, a better picture. Yes, you know. they actually have a figure listing with an uh, it's an HTML yeah. format. They have close-up pictures. It'll do really more justice than what we can as far as uh, quality goes. Yeah, uh, it's a really Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, cool! You get figures that you can spin, spin. as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you get a 360-degree view of the figure. That's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I cool will say this: guy. the Boba Fett figure. Oh my God, it looks insane because <laughs> it's Boba Fett actually on his uh, jetpack. The Obi-Wan figure also is really dynamic. Uh, he gets a lot of really cool moves. Uh, his capes are flowing. Yeah. His robes are flowing. He looks really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've gone with the classic poses from the original trilogy. I mean, you can put Han and Chewie together. Uh, Han, and Ch- Han and Chewie, and that's just a classic that. view. It's the classic view of Han and Chewie together. It's just... Han uh, shooting and then Chewie, Chewie right behind shoulder, him. Chewie shoulder, making sure nobody comes up on, uh, on him. You know, and absolutely got great stats. Oh, Han is like... He's a he's a gunner. He, he's a, a six-shooter. You know, mm-hmm. he's got, he can shoot anything he sees. That's pretty cool. Uh, Luke... You have the uh, the farm boy version is pretty cool because you have Luke yeah, the reaction the, the uh, he he just goes nuts whenever you lose one of your heroes in the army the squad he just takes a shot you know remember when Ben got yeah. stru- uh, got switched down to Vader and goes no <laughs> starts shooting uh, like crazy so that's pretty cool uh, Tarkin is the ultimate military strategist uh, he gives you an extra action that you wouldn't get normally. So that's good, especially if you have a huge stormtrooper army. You want that third action to make everything move. That's so you can get a third movement on every single figure. No, the way it works. Okay, I'll here, I'll break down yeah. the turn this way. Basically, a phase is uh, the a game is uh, separated in phases. A phase is uh, in the rounds. No, right, no, you get a, f- a phase. A rounds. Uh, yeah, a round is the all uh, encompass all phases. Round, turn, phase. No, round, phase, turn. Yes, he's going back to the book. (laughs) Hey, folks, it's been a week, and I do work. I can't play this all the time. (laughs) I wish I could, but I don't. (laughs) So, um, it's... Got skirmish, and each round, you have uh, phases of activating... There we go. Rounds, phases, and turns. Okay, a skirmish is played in rounds. Each round, the player activates characters and their squads to take actions, each activating two characters at a time. So basically, when you activate... Um, After you, you, you built your 100 yeah, points... Yeah, okay, so whenever you... Yeah, once your, your 100 points are built, you sit down with an opponent and you start shooting at each other. Now, basically, uh, you roll off to see who gets initiative mm-hmm. and that... Ca- that person gets to decide who will go first mm-hmm. uh, if for this uh, round. Um, then, then you get to activate... You activate two figures at a time. At a time. So basically you get two of your units and you move them. Move attack. You, you can activating a unit mean, can mean not moving and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That can be an activation as well. Uh, so basically uh, you can do one of two things when activating a fig. You can 
move the equivalent of uh, 24 squares. 12. 12, sorry, I'm thinking about the speeder here. <laughs> <laughs> you can move 12 squares or, and not do anything else, yeah. which is basically you're running. You're running, yeah. Or you can uh, move six squares and shoot, or shoot and move six squares. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Can you move, figure. shoot, move, shoot, move, shoot, move, That shoot. is actually a, a special ability. ability that the Quarren Assassin gets. These guys ah. are so cool because they can move you out can of hiding. like balayage. Not really. He, he, everybody pretty much takes a shot. The only one that room sweeps is Mara Jade. That's okay. another character that uh, makes it into the set that shouldn't be there. Yeah. But um, she's considered a tr you. original yeah. trilogy Actually, character. Didn't she okay, yeah. I think she got she gumped in the special edition. She's in there somewhere. Yeah, she's supposed in to Java's be a uh, or something. She she's playing the uh, she's a, a dancer. Ariko. Yeah, Ariko, yeah, the, the dancer okay. who was supposed to be there and assassinate. Luke, Luke, but you can get onto the sail barge. Yeah. Yep. Yes, she wasn't good enough for Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> and the force will only yeah. do so much for you in the French. And you can <laughs> see that uh, moving in diagonal uh, means well, you, you lose two squares. You know, mechanic, you know, it's yeah. moving diagonals. There Excuse actually me. isn't really diagonals because it's the equivalent yeah. of moving the two squares you're moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we won't get into any okay. details for that, but. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you can move and shoot, or shoot and move. That's your activation for the character. Uh, you can and also use activated powers. Uh, some characters will have text, text that reads instead of attacks. Yeah, replace so replaces attacks. Yeah. So, uh, so you can do that move an attack, and then step, or do that move yeah. and then step. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, it's move. It replaces your your normal yeah, action your of blasting someone. Yeah. You know, so it's basically an attack is an action. Uh, that you can do within an activation. Okay, but does it take a turn to move the character around in a space? No, 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 no. Like no, no that's okay, another okay. really cool thing compared it's to other miniature games yeah. out there. Because they there use the hexagonal. No facing, there is no facing for the characters. Uh, uh, it avoids a lot of issues as far as gaming goes. It may, That's what I've been saying when this game is streamlined. They've avoided all the really complicated stuff that in the end, really doesn't make a difference. You know, it just creates grief for everybody involved. It doesn't make it more realistic. It just makes it more of a pain in the ass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it creates abuse issues. It creates. Oh, can I see you? No, you're like a quarter of an inch out of my view. Exactly. And then blah blah blah. Whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> the, the, there are some issues with the view, but it's usually around walls. Yeah. <coughs> Actually, they've simplified it a lot. If you there can are some see color like lines. You can have yes, uh, different terrain will have different colored lines. Red means you can't see through it. Uh, it's walls or move. basically. Yeah. It can't you can't see or move through it. Green means it's hindering. It's you get half cover, so you yeah. get a plus four uh, defense. Great, I'm colorblind. Oh, goody. <laughs> but like I hope when I play against someone, it's you know, honest. Yeah, <laughs> like you see this. Those are boxes, so yeah. you're slower. Within the box, you basically you slow down. Terrain yeah. will usually tell. You so know, if it's yeah. a wall, each you'll square. What about the yellow ones? The yellow ones mean they're shafts. Yeah. So you can see over them, but just don't walk over them. Yeah. <laughs> only, cool. only like speeders. Yeah. The, the speeder bike can One fly. Cool. Over so it's like a. I don't know it's what to call it. Uh, it's a deep well that don't yeah. you do, shouldn't walk over. You know, unless you're Boba Fett and you have the jetpack. You can do that with Jeff with the Boba Fett. Boba wow. Yeah, flies. Boba Fett, the speeder Boba flies. Yeah, cool. he's insane. Um, the and those green squares, you can have cover with them. Yeah. So basically, cool. when you're moving through them, you move more slowly. Mm -hmm. It costs you more to move through mm -hmm. those squares. But 
you're at an advantage, and some characters, like the Rebel Commandos, take huge advantage over that. The Rebel Commandos and the Cloud City Guards, pardon me, are really cool because they take really good advantage of uh, cover. Now, when we say a figure is in a state of cover, that means that you don't get a full view of them, and you won't be able to take a shot at them unless they are the closest, closest figure target. to your attacking figure. Uh, if I let's say I have a can we have a real world example? Yeah. If I have a Cloud City guard here, hidden uh, in cover behind those crates. Okay. Since the line of sight, Han's line of sight has to go through the cover area. Okay. He gets a modifier. He has plus four. <coughs> he gets a plus four to his defense. Yeah. Automatically. But if I were to have a stormtrooper. In, o in an open field right here, what that means is that Han's attention is automatically taken to what he sees moving. Okay, so trigger. it's it's more of a in a game it would be automatic automatic tar targeting. Yes, you get an automatic targeting since you see he's in plain sight and he's hidden. Fair so enough. So, I know that the guy is there. But Han Solo hasn't seen him so you since his attention him. is concentrated on the stormtrooper toting a gun at him. Fair enough. So that's a cool advantage. However, Han has the since he's got a keen eye for this sort yeah. of thing. His special ability is that he sees everybody in cover, so yeah. he can basically take a shot at anybody he sees. Yeah. If unless they're behind a wall. Unless they're behind a wall, he doesn't see through walls. Yeah. <laughs> so Han is really good against cover armies like that. Uh, so, like I was saying, in a game mechanic aspect, I won't be. Let's say it's yeah, not hard. Let's explain say it's the line of else. sight. Line of sight is fairly simple. Mm -hmm. If you can draw a line from any corner of the square he lies in to the other target without it at being blocked, at least one blocked, corner, at yeah. least one corner of the target without it being blocked by a wall, you see him. He might be in a state of cover. Then you have to l make sure that he is the clo if he is in a state of cover because. He has hindering terrain in front of him, or there's another figure in front of him. Again, and Solo can shoot. Again, mm -hmm. Han can just shoot over this guy's shoulder yeah. and make sure he hits yeah. what he wants. Uh, but uh, if it were anybody else, like Luke here, mm -hmm. Luke is still not very good at this. So <laughs> <laughs> he would have to shoot the guard since he's giving cover to the stormtrooper. Mm -hmm. so you have okay. to get rid of the guard before you can reach the stormtrooper. So if you wanted to play a game like a theme-based game, where you had to move, I don't know, say, uh, say we'll take Obi-Wan. Okay. We'll just, or C-3PO. He has an inform in important data in his data banks or something. Yeah. And you put a bunch of rebel guards around him. Mm -hmm. Only Han could shoot him. Yep. The other, like say, a stormtrooper couldn't shoot him. Nope. The stormtrooper would have to get through the rebel troopers before they could reach C-3PO. Mm. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. <coughs> yeah, unless they had General Veers, whose ability is to grant Han Solo's ability to every uh, every follower in his squad. You mean General Veers steals abilities from no. other characters? General Veers has makes sure that his people see their targets. Ah, he has the uh, the ability Han Solo has for everybody in his team that are like so six squares near him. Okay, so as long as they're within six squares of General Veers. They're affected by Hansel. They, they can pick Hansel their targets. Apart. They can pick their targets even if they're undercover. Ah, nice. So cool. General Veers is. There's a, a, there's a do you have yeah. General Veers? Yes, he <laughs> is a dangerous mofo. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Why a don't you get out your other box? 
That box full of really There's cool a ones. lot of different abilities. Oh, know? yeah. The list so goes on and on, folks. We could spend the night talking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to spend tomorrow before work because I have no school tomorrow. You uh, get the speed bikes. You know, it's like I'm just going to put this stuff aside and put, like, all the other nifty stuff that's out there. We've seen this guy. Here is Jabba, Jabba. the big guy. With sali- salacious scrum. Yeah, he's got his uh, little valet there. Um, the probe droid. Yeah. Probe droid, which is really cool because he gives you, he actually, when you have him in play and the probe droid has line of sight on one of your opponent's figures, you get to roll an extra die when rolling for initiative. Oh. So you get an extra chance to choose who's going to go first. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Mara Jade, the ultimate, you, you know, they should have put a Gatling cannon in her hands <laughs> to represent, to better represent her ability because mm-hmm. basically what she can do is she can take a shot at anything she sees okay, like in Han one Solo? activation. Okay. Oh! Han Solo takes one shot. She shoots at everything in sight. Every legal target that she can shoot at, she can do it in one is activation. Is she Imperial or Rebel? She's Imperial. Okay. Of course, she's you can Imper- switch her, her around if you yeah. want to play EU. Uh, yes, there well probably will be a new expansion. I have some. a pretty good feeling they're going to go for the extended universe. Yeah. There's way too much stuff, and there's you know a lot what? of characters. You know too much what? Stuff to ignore. To ignore, yeah. And you know what? I want. I really want them to do the Clone Wars. The figures in there look so cool. I actually, I imagine them stylized. The, the style Ma- and the look style? of the Clone Wars. A stylized Clone Trooper. Yes, and actually, I'm just goo goo for Obi Wan in Clone Armor. Yes, yeah. he looks very insane. cool. So imagine a fig of Obi Wan and Clone Armor. What I want, what would be amazing, would be a 501st stylized clone trooper. <laughs> oh, that's kind of easy. You just take a clone trooper and you paint over him and everything. No, 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 no. no. I mean, in the style, the armor. Oh, okay. you do an armor stylized. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I a costumer dressing up. A, yes. Well, I've actually been thinking about that. But I'm sure there's the one somewhere. Right uh, there should be. I, well, I've seen people in no, standard clone trooper armor. Yes. Would we'll just put a cape guard, on and yeah. the art trooper out uh, yeah. accessories. But to actually make it stylized, like making making the edges a little more cartoon like and sharper and everything. Yeah. Not forget the detail and go for the larger mm-hmm. picture. Stuff like that. Make it simpler, but very stylized. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that would be. That, you know, and be you amazing. put like plastic hair on. You know, Obi Wan. No, I don't like You put a plastic, plastic wig. <laughs> look, you know, imagine a plastic wig and yeah. a plastic beard. No, that'd that would be look too so far. That'd be too far. Oh, <laughs> my point of view. Not a plastic, okay. but a foam one. You know, a foam <laughs> beard. You know, like very stylized. <laughs> with a like a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I well, <laughs> the foam is a good idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got Luke. The ultimate duel, you know, Mara and Luke. Husband and wife. First date. <laughs> First date, yeah. <laughs> Which, is actually, that's what it was, I think. They kept shooting at each other. You have the slave girl, Leia. Which is called... Uh, slave. Leia's slave. S- captive. Captive, sorry. Yeah, slave is too harsh a word, I guess, for our poor American people. Friends, I should say, but whatever. Um, oh, you got the bounty hunter. Yes, you have the slew of bounty hunter, of which one that's actually missing is Zuckus. Zuckus and is not have Forlom? Yeah, okay. Yeah, there, Forlom yeah. is there. He looks really cool. He's got his foot resting on a rebel helmet, so that's like, yee. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the scum of the galaxy with their... You're missing Boba. Yeah, I know. Don't tell me about it. Wait, missing Greedo. No, yeah, Greedo's missing. Greedo, by the way, in this game, is a god. And oh. they're actually playing on the concept of who shoots first. Okay. If Greedo shoots first, he gets an insane modifier. 
he gets plus four to his attack and he does ten more damage. They just want to consolidate the. However, the if somebody else shoots first, then he's just uh, because he's a ninny to hit. You okay. know, he'll hit him and he goes down pretty fast. But if he gets to shoot first, beware. <laughs> so he's a good guy to have on your side if you have a good. If, does he have a high initiative? Uh, no, actually, it's initiative. It's, it's not about your character. Yeah. It's about you. Oh, okay. The player rolls for initiative and. Okay, so if you get a good initiative, use Greedo. I get yeah. Shoot well. Actually, all the bounty hunters, if they are the ones shooting first, they get a plus four modifier mm -hmm. to their attack value. Cool. Plus whatever they have mm -hmm. normally, and an extra ten damage. And Jabba, uh, or actually the bounty hunter ability itself, is to have a plus four additional plus four to your attack value if you're attacking a unique opponent. Because you're going after a bounty. Yep. There you go. And Jabba actually stacks an extra two on top of that. So if he's on the board? If he's uh, on your squad. So it, ba it basically makes oh, it... Squad, okay. If you have Jabba and Bounty Hunters, they get a plus six when shooting at Uniques. Okay. Base. You get more modifiers. Each figure has its own modifier, plus any other game modifiers. So you, you can really stack the effects up to really make it very violent, very quick, very fast. This game can really go through. You can have long games that... If people start putting in a lot of strategy, the games can stretch out, and you have to be careful, like a really good chess game where you have to be really careful about what the next thing And everything will happen in within a second. Yes. And plow, and everything got, dies. <laughs> or um, you can have, like, the really gung-ho, all-out battle, and everything just clashes in the middle, and uh, once the dust settles, you hope something's still standing, you know. <laughs> um, I have a question about the community. Now, are there a lot of rules and politics involved yet, or is it just, like... Uh, if you have friends and you both you want to put your sets together, is that frowned upon? Uh, you want like to say put your sets together. Say you and your buddy are going to a tournament mm -hmm. and you play together, but you both have you know so-so uh, armies. Armies. Mm -hmm. but then you put them together and they're pretty damn good. Okay. Is that frowned upon? No. Basically like you can share like pieces. You'll register. No, it's actually uh, you bring your built squad and you play with it. It's as simple as that. But there's another kind of play which is. To when uh, an opponent dies, you get his points. So uh, when you get to uh, the same number mm -hmm. of your uh, total squad, mm -hmm. you win the game. Yes, well, that's so the way any game ends. Yeah, but the minute uh, you hit, do, do if you're playing in a hundred-point squad game, mm -hmm. the first player in a multiplayer game, the first player to hit a hundred points wins. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah, but if you don't have equal squad in numbers, you can't. You cannot play uh, with an uneven squad number, unless you voluntarily built your army mm -hmm. with a handicap. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, because you have to build up to 100 points without going over, but sometimes the math won't work out, and you, you'll be missing like three points, mm -hmm. and you won't be able to fit in another fig. But say like, if you, you obviously have a better army than Danny does, so say yeah. you were to build a good squad, say you, you could play at a handicap to well, play Danny, right? Well, the thing is, I have more of a choice yeah. to build my squad than Danny does. But usually, you know, the communities in which I hang around, like you will have the anal community <laughs> players, the guys who, nah, 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 they're always bitching about everything. But the community I hang around with, and it comes back to what I was saying earlier, depends who you play with. Yeah. Uh, uh, the community with whom I play, we're sharing figs every now and again. Oh, can I borrow your emperor? I want to see what he does. Yeah, sure, go ahead, no problem. Just make sure to give him back to me after the game. You know, it's <laughs> as simple as that. So I'll play against the guy who lent me his emperor. And, you know, uh, there's no problem there. The community is okay, really... Okay, that's what I, I wanted to know about, how the yes, community yes, yes. Well, it's like any community. Politics. You'll have good guys, and like, you'll have really nice people. You'll have 
average people, you'll have not so nice people. It's of it's humanity, man. <laughs> of course, <laughs> if, if, if you go to if you go to tournaments, probably there are strict yes. rules because there is money involved. Probably the at organized, the end, so. the organized play program is a lot more strict. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they're going to push it as far as organized play for car stuff like Magic mm -hmm. and games like that where money is involved. Mm -hmm. uh, since this is more of an art role-playing game uh, environment. I think they're going to be a little less uh, intense about their approach for it. Mm -hmm. um, there might be some, like other companies, what they've done, instead of giving out money uh, at their tournaments, they're giving out limited edition figures okay. that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Okay. Wow. Uh, and they're usually pretty good. Usually, yeah. That w and usually that creates more, more enthusiasm for the tournament environment than money itself. Because uh, it's more about the experience. The experience and also getting that fig that you know nobody else has. Nobody else has the bragging rights, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a medal. It's uh, yep. It's, a medal. <laughs> it's, like, it's like your patch. It's, a, it's, it's your trophy. It's they're it's like a, it's scout a prize badges. and a goal and a trophy all in one. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, like scout badges. Pretty much, yep. Cool. Uh, the uh, I don't know if they're gonna go that way yet. I don't really know where Wizards is gonna go with this. Okay, wow. uh, from my experience with their other games. I don't think they're going to go for the um, extensive limited edition prizes uh, like other games have. Like um, uniques, like there are, there is one. Yeah, they fan like, like I remember a medieval game I was playing, and they made the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. That <laughs> and there were like five thousand printed total. Oh, of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So that means uh, twenty-five hundred of each, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. So, and that thing, the funny thing is, if you got the four horsemen together, that got you uh, free all-access pass to Gen Con of that year. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. But those figs go for an insane amount of money on eBay. Now? Still today? Still today. Cause Are they good? They were pretty strong, yeah. They had a special ability within the game mechanic that existed for that game and everything. And it was pretty uh, intense. You know, uh, everybody was going... One, a friend of mine, he's a lawyer, so he can afford it. But he's he forked over like ten grand for those figs. Oh wow! <laughs> ten grand, ten grand. grand for some plastic. Well, not only those four figs, but a lot of money. You know, like two grand for one, another two grand for another, other expenses because there's shipping involved and yada yada yada. Yeah, and gotta the guy make sure it gets there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so if you're spending two grand on a piece of plastic, gotta make sure it gets there. <laughs> you gotta re-explore your life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean. Collectors are collectors, and this these kinds of games actually cater to three types of people. Actually, four now. It caters to the role players that don't necessarily collect the stuff, but like to have nice accessories mm -hmm. for their games. Caters to the gamer himself, which is, uh, you know... Uh, Assembling the Anything new, playing. he'll try out, like me. Anything new that looks interesting, he tries out. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for this game for like five years, easily. <laughs> a year officially since I knew it came, it was coming out, mm -hmm. but five years ever since the miniature scene. You were hoping changed. for that, yeah. Yeah, we were all hoping for that. Even the people who were making those games five years ago, started making those games, were saying this game mechanic is so Star Wars. We want that license, but it's a, as always, as everybody knows, a Star Wars license is a bitch to get, mm -hmm. and you need some pretty good backup to like make sure to convince mm -hmm. the people at Lucas Licensing. 
Uh, the other people that it caters to are the collectors. Yeah, the collectors. collectors, collectors are going to like this because even though they're small scale, our camera again doesn't do it justice. The quality is insane, folks. I was just looking at R two D two. R two D two's detail is really detailed. nice. Even and so you can see his eyes. I know. No, l- you can look see at his eyes, eyes man. Yeah. The it's scary insane, part, though, yeah. is that the people who painted these things way put way too much eyeshadow on all the female characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way too much eyeshadow on but the male characters as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Luke, it might be... Is that... Wait, is that Luke? Or, yeah, or is Luke. that Jack Sparrow? <laughs> <laughs> nice, sh- nice one. <laughs> the uh, And, obviously, the fourth person it caters to is any combination of the first three I named. You know, like, nobody is exactly one thing. I'm a gamer slash collector uh, slash role player, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're all three. <laughs> yeah, which means I don't have or any money. Or just a Star Wars <laughs> fan like me, who just yes. Well, want actually, to see what it Star is. Star Wars yeah. fans. I'm uh, admit it, folks. Having this next to your phone on your office, on your desk, office at work, looks pretty cool. cool. I mean, it tells so. It tells, it tells that so you're much a Star about Wars you, fan. Yeah. You know, people know you're a Star Wars fan, and it's not a scary thing to see on an office desk. You know, it's I don't know. A do back? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like if you have the twelve inch do back, you know. Yeah, or <laughs> you string the Millennium, the Kenner Millennium Falcon right on top your uh, your 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 cubicle. You know, like people will look funny at you. <laughs> it's got fish wire hanging down. <laughs> there you go. You got the whole aerial diorama. You know, going. my brother is buying the the Clone War uh, Yoda. Okay. To put uh, in his office Ooh. at work because <laughs> cool. he's kind of the. He's the quality inspector, so, you know, uh, people uh, <laughs> see him as, like, a little Yoda, you know, checking <laughs> on everything. Mm, we do this, you must. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Suck, this does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, we could uh, do a little live playing just to... Uh, oh, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> just with, let's say, with four characters, two on each side. Or okay, well, really simple, you know. let's have a simple setting. Let's put, like, I don't know, Bosk, uh, IG-88, uh, let's put some scum here. Greedo, uh, let's put a, a ground pounder in mm-hmm. here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have a Twilik Mercenary, Greedo, and Bosk, which is an insane Everybody's number. after Anon Chewie. Yeah. They're basic. Wow, okay. I don't know. Let's recreate Han, the the famous Han meeting. The Han and uh, you're gonna need more mercenaries. Hey, there we go. There they are. Wait, wait, wait. Let's you need a corn. These guys. Do you have a pirate? <laughs> need a corn. Not yet. Like the, like in the uh, a pirate. Yeah. You check uh, when you check the the uh, special edition. Did uh, did you ever see it? The special edition. There's a White pirate Street? in the set. Yes, a pirate with a patch on his eyes. In the in the. Oh in yeah, the guy the that's like right after he's right next to Boba Fett yeah. or something. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He he was actually made into a card for the card game. Okay. Uh, I can't remember you his name. You need more rebels It's so there, silly. <laughs> no, no, man. Han and Chewie can take yeah. these guys. Plus. All of the guys? <laughs> Maybe. No, okay. Let's not, put not with Jabba. Actually, either. who wasn't there? He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. We'll actually show what it really means to have uniques Jabba. versus just jobbers, you know. Well, you have one unique as... Um, Jabba is the unique, and Greedo is a unique, mm-hmm. and... Also a jobber, so you know. So let's. Do we, do we see it on the webcam? Today? I don't have a clue. Okay, I think we do. The webcam. I th- no. Uh, yeah, we do. How much more oh, time? Oh, not anymore. Nope. It's dead, Jim. Maybe Jim put uh, something white, not to to show uh, the backside of. Uh Actually, I have just the thing. 
Is that good? Upload. Uh, More like this. Okay. There we go. Not Hold enough. Do it like this. Yeah, it won't stand though. Yeah, well. No, but uh, it's okay. high enough, I think. Just put the knee walk holding it. That's Stone Dave, eh? Yep. Your D20. D20 dice? You forgot yours? Yeah, I forgot everything. That's okay, you brought the cool part. <laughs> yeah, the good stuff. So, um. So the way it works. Where am I going to buy these again for? Oh, I'll give you a list. Uh, there's so many. I won't give out any names because they haven't actually paid for publicity rights. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the. Uh, you'll edit it Hang out. <laughs> Uh, basically, we both roll to see okay. who rolls for initiative. It's as simple as that. I rolled a 12, you rolled a 4. four. Okay. I rolled a 12, I'm the highest, so I decide who goes first. Who, who, who plays who now? You're going to you play want? the scum. I'm playing the scum? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the good guys. Yeah, okay. Uh, so basically, I get to choose who goes first. And being the scum, well, I'll play. I'll keep in character and go first. Okay. So, what you have to understand is characters like Jabba are melee only. Now, when a character is melee only, that you means he can't take a range it. shot. He has to move up to the other character and on the starts beating up next on, on your target. So you oh, can't. If there's block. any different square, uh, like if you're not right next to the, the, your target, you won't be able to affect it. Okay. Well, wouldn't there be like a certain amount of role play that could come into this? Of course. Of course. It's all but about if the you attitude you have towards the but game. But if, if you play with the RPG, you can do every any yeah. anything, you know? You know, a generic character like the Twi'lek Mercenary... Could become your main hero. Yeah. yeah. If you're already playing a Twi'lek character and this guy happens to look like the character you imagine, mm -hmm. hey, all the all the better no. for you. The you miniature also game like is... A Jabba, Jabba could just be a hut. Yeah, yeah a hut neutral because character. The, the miniature really game cool. is about attacking, but if you want to, let's say... Negotiate or something? Yeah. Do the RPG. Of course. Not the uh, miniature game. You can use those figures, but it's not in the same. Actually, you know what's fun, though, is when you start being an experienced gamer like myself and the friends I hang around with. You roleplay with the. Uh, there's above the table gaming <laughs> also. Like, in a multiplayer game, there will always be, you know, Alliances. neutrality treaties. And, okay, if you do this, I'll let you have this guy. I won't bother you and everything. And, of course, the minute he turns his back on you. You start thinking well, treaties are made to be broken. You know, it's like, when do I backstab him? <laughs> <laughs> so it gets pretty interesting. So okay, somebody wants to just to see r 2 d on the cam. So Aha! I well, I'll shoot you a link right onto the... Uh, yeah, the R2-D2 shot is way better. Okay, here we go. Bam. Right there, th just click... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a JavaScript. Yeah, just click on the page Hold and on. that'll do that. If you click on the page, it should be better. Now you see it on the left side of the screen. Yeah. Little R2. <laughs> yeah, he's coming up. R2 actually has a cool game mechanic. Yeah. He keeps doors open or, or locked. Closed, yeah. So he's pretty cool that way. For at a distance, too. He doesn't have to be next to the door because the only way you'll open the door in this game is if you have one of your units right next, next to it. Next to the door, yeah. Basically, it represents the fact that every door in Star Wars has a motion sensor. Yeah. And that you need to like walk in front of it to uh, mm -hmm. for it to open, so you can do and that. As long as he has line of sight on the door. As long as R2D2 sees a door, he can say that door key stays locked or open uh, until my next turn. Yeah. You know, okay. So the next time he activates, then the door will reset itself to its normal position. So if there's nobody next to it, it will it will close up uh, if he kept it open, yeah. or will become unlocked. Uh, therefore, it will open. 
He can repair also. I yes, think. he can repair damaged droids. Okay. So there's a cool combo of uh, C3PO. <laughs> C3PO. Uh, yeah, the IG88. Since IG is fringe, he can go in with an army of R2D2. Mm -hmm. Since R2 is a rebel, uh, he can't go with the Empire, obviously. But IG88 and R2D2 are a sick combo because <laughs> IG uh, R2D2 repairs 10 points of damage every turn to a uh, droid he's ne he's standing next to. Yeah. He's got so that little repair welder out and starts mm -hmm. putting things back together. But there's also the C-3PO R2-D2 combo, which is pretty cool. C-3PO is the ultimate target. We all agree. <laughs> everybody cool. loves... Pretty easy to see. He's pretty obvious, and everybody loves to shoot at him. <laughs> <laughs> Does he actually do any damage? No. Uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO have a zero damage value, therefore they cannot make any attacks. Any character with a zero damage value... Uh, is not allowed. Even Palpatine has zero damage, but he has special attacks. Special attacks. That's yeah. it. He's too old to <laughs> punches. So yeah. what C-3PO? Uh, C-3PO. Basically, you can force if your opponent sees C-3PO negotiate to death. You can force <laughs> him to attack C-3PO instead of any other legal target out oh, okay. there. Okay. So I'd say like Han a C-3PO. So he's the opposite of Mara Jade. Yeah. Well, basically, he forces Mara Jade to shoot At the C-3PO out before she can shoot anything else. Okay. Since Mary Jade can take a shot at everything she sees, she has to spend like... But since she can keep doing that over and over and over, it's sort of redundant. So, if you put R2-D2 next to him, c 3 becomes just like... A pincushion. A, a pincushion. You just keep shooting him, but and, as and your, and your other characters him? can shoot... Yep. They're free to do whatever they want. And it's R2 basically... It's basically to represent... Remember that uh, that part in Return of the Jedi when C-3PO goes, Hello, we're over here! And all the stormtroopers in the world come running yeah. down on his ass, uh, leaving the door open for yeah. the other guys. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so I chose to go first. So okay. what I do is, I obviously... Like I said before, our characters can move. So I can have Greedo go one, two, three squares, and... At that, throw Why an insult three at Han. Squares? Why only three I squares? could move six, but Up if six, I move yeah. into your, uh, actually, I could do this. I could move into base contact with you. Yeah. Meaning that at this point you have to target me before anybody else. Okay. So I could be stupid and do that, which is <laughs> what I'll do because it's Greedo. So Greedo walks up to Han and he goes, "Okay, Hi, Han, man. I need, uh, I need to talk to you." Blah blah blah. You. So we're recanting the canteen scene. Huh? Kind of. Yeah, you can recreate the cantina scene. So you see, I roll an 8, and if I recall correctly, the attack, yeah. Greedo has an attack modifier of 4. So yes, you got 12. And he gets another plus 4, because, because of he's a bounty hunter. So he's at 16. He gets... Uh, he's a unique he's a, Han is a unique, so I get another plus 4. Jabba adds another plus 2 on top of that. He gives bounty hunter plus 2 to all his bounty hunters already in play. And since he's shooting first, he gets another plus four. So that's so it's a all it's a, a twenty. Yeah, and Han's defense value, if I recall, is something like nineteen in eighteen or no? Okay. He's actually no, he's not armor clad, so it's probably around sixteen or something like that. So you just so I would obviously yeah. hit way over the mark. So Greedo, I think deals. It's not a critical shot because it's twenty. It's not. If no, I, you if have I to roll, roll the natural twenty on the die. Then I double times, the damage. Two I times do. the damage. Ah, but after addition, you multiply after you add. So since he's attacking Greedo shooting first, I get an extra 10 damage against unique characters. So that's 20 points of damage. Right on the button on Han. Han, who has something like 40 or... F no, he has 80 life points. 
So you would shave off uh, the that much 20 from the 80, so you're left with 60 life points at this point. Because Greedo has a fixed damage. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Every, every character has a fixed damage, yeah. which is 10 for Greedo. But since he was shooting first against a unique, uh, well, he was shooting first, uh, he got, uh, well, he was shooting first. Actually, the, the way it is, is if he's it shooting at a target that hasn't activated yet mm -hmm. in this round, then he gets his, his modifier. Okay. So basically, Han just took 20 points of damage. Okay. So it proves that, you know. Greedo's a bad shot because <laughs> 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 he didn't take Han down in so you, one block. So you just subtract so you on would a put like paper or something. What we do is we use markers and we put them in increments of ten because there's no like it doesn't go below an increment of ten for mm -hmm. the damage. So I wonder why they put the extra zero. I guess it's to look mm -hmm. bigger. <laughs> or if you have two two d tens, you know, you, just, you put a marker. It's like so since I did twenty points of damage, put two markers on Han's card, so he has. Two times ten two damage. Two markers, like what? What do you like? Oh, you put two two beads of glass oh, okay. would do it, you know, okay. just to make sure to, rem to remind yourself. Because at some point, if you're playing with a stormtrooper, you know, Han, uh, Han's point build point value, I think, is twenty four or something like that. A stormtrooper is five, so you'll have like four stormtroopers to take the place of Han. So that means you'll have a lot of cards on the table at some point if you're playing a ground pounder army. Uh, so yeah, so Han just took 20 points of damage. Yeah. He's now still alive. Now you get your second move. I have a second move, which a second player activate. So the uh, Twi'lek mercenary here, he's melee only, so I can move him. One. You can move over characters. Yeah, you can move across your friendly characters, but you have to stop when you come into contact with an enemy An character. Opponent. Okay. So and since I'm moving in, I can move one, two, three, four, five, six. And bam, and I, you're I wind up in contact with Chewie. Okay. So I can, I've moved six, so I've reached the maximum I could move and still be able to make an attack, which is what I'll do. I roll a nine. The Twi'lek Mercenary's attack modifier, I think, is four. So that's four plus nine. Is 13. Chewie's defense value is something like 17. So, he so I miss. So you miss, okay. So nothing, happen nothing happens. Okay. That was my two characters. Now then it's your turn. Then you no. get to go. So uh, I have to roll. You have uh, to activate. You basically one decide. Character. You basically decide who go. Which one? Since you have two characters, it's not really complicated. Yeah. You'll know who go first. So Han, Han okay. will, I guess, respond to Greedo. Yes. So Han gets a plus. I think it's seven, six or seven modifier to his mm -hmm. attack. So anything you roll, you add a six or a seven to that. Well, you roll a 12, but a 6 is 18. Greedo's defense value, I think, is 17. So you hit. Yeah. Han does 20 points of damage, if I recall. So, so And Greedo has 30. So he's close to. He's got 10 life points left. One more shot, and he's out. Okay, so now. Now Chewie. Now Chewie. Chewie, yeah. Chewie, so what is his special ability? His special ability. He's got Rend. <laughs> which is. <laughs> which is basically if he gets. If he. Um, if he killed an opponent in base contact with him this turn, he gets to make a free attack on a second adjacent opponent character. So basically, it's what my, it's what I call the Wookiee maneuver. You grab the first guy and you hit the second guy with him. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? No, because they're not in contact. They're not in contact. Had Greedo been right next to Chewie mm -hmm. and Han, then uh, Chewie could have probably taken both out. 
Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move one space. Okay, when you do that, you give. it's cool that you do that, because you're actually giving the Twi'lek missionary an attack, uh, an opportunity, an attack of opportunity, opportunity. because you're leaving his area of effect. So you're spending time to move, so it gives... Him a, to get a quick shot yeah, at it, right? Yeah, quick, to a quick dab in. So I get a free attack. Basically, it's called a free attack. An attack mm -hmm. of opportunity is the right term. So he gets the basic. That can happen any time that a character walks by another one. Any time that you leave a square, but you, he only gets like one free attack. Like if you move through three adjacent squares, you, you won't get, get three different no. attacks from the same Twilight Mercenary. You'll just get the one. So basically I get to roll off, and I roll a seven. So I miss again. I guess big, tall, seven-foot hair people scare the Twilight guy. Okay, <laughs> so now I want to use that rend thing. Okay, so basically... What you want to do is you want to make sure, since Greedo only has 10 life points left, you want to attack Greedo first, because you'll be sure to kill him off and get a free attack on the Twi'lek Mercenary. You've still got 20 life points, I think. Okay. So, you, what you, this, is this is the strategy aspect of the game, is choosing your targets. Okay. So you want to choose... Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I can about that part. you also apply a second ability that Chewie has, that is, if he moved this turn, he gets a plus four, he, which is momentum. He okay. gets a plus four attack modifier and okay. a plus ten damage. Cool. So it's it's pretty much the same mathematic application as Greedo's, um, you know, uh, shot of opportunity. Uh, his um, I forget the term, but his uh, first shot first shot ability, <coughs> but defined in a different context, you know, for a Wookiee. So basically, since he moved, he gets a plus four attack modifier to his plus six or seven, I think he has as well. Because um, it's chewy, come on. Kicks <laughs> ass. Yeah, so you get a plus ten modifier to whatever you roll. So you'll probably hit. Balam! Yeah, I got 25. 25. <laughs> and I think Chewie does a base 20 damage, so you add a. 10 more to that. That's 30 points. Greedo is gone. out the door. So what do, what do you do? You, is you it like a king in chess? You no, you take him, him off the board. He's out. Board. He's dead, Jim. And then, since he has the rend ability, he just knocked out another uh, first character. He gets to make another secondary attack on the Twi'lek Mercenary. So that's what, 20? Or 30? Uh, you re-roll? No, you re-roll. I re-roll? Uh, I think the uh, momentum ability still applies. Since so you I still get this another turn, plus so you get another plus four, and I'm, I really regret not having brought my... So my 12 cards. 18, yeah. I think the Twi'lek's defense value is another 16 or 17, so he's out the door as well. So Chewie just Knocked did out. his job and, you know, fulfilled his life debt <laughs> 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 voucher, you know. <laughs> there you go, Han, I'm off now. <laughs> yeah. So you see how, you know, uniques have a big edge on like lower, lower level characters, you know. Okay. So wow. obviously... Plus ah, there 20? we go. Ah, the abilities are right there. Rend plus 20. So yeah. he gets a plus 20. <laughs> so we weren't even playing with the proper... No. So you see, that's a... Y you get some really cool... Uh, so basically, that's pretty much a round in a game, you know. No, each player played their two characters. Okay, character. and now we go until we're dead. But no, he's dead, right? Actually, I have more characters yeah, so to play with, so I could get my character. So you you would play all the rest of his yeah, characters. Yeah, I would play through the rest of the characters I have that didn't take an action this round. So okay. having a swarm army, army has its advantages. Obviously, if you, you have, have like 25 stormtroopers, storm you're yeah. going to kick ass. Maybe. Maybe. As long as those shots hit. Yeah. Because they obviously, stormtroopers cost less, they do less damage, and they, take more, uh, they don't take as much damage to 
be brought down. Mm-hmm. Like one shot but usually takes them out. But can you use a, can you use C three PO with a uh, with the stormtroopers? No, not C three PO because he's a rebel. That, yeah, the rebel and imperial don't. Can you you can't mix them at all. No. Rebel and imperial don't except mix. in the out of the box. Format. Yeah, in the out of the box in the sealed format where you'll get what you get, it's harder to play. So yeah, that format you're allowed to combine whatever you get out of your okay. box. Um, but fringe is you know whatever you want. Fringe, you know, they're for hire. They're guys for hire, and you do whatever you want with them. Cool. Okay, I was just checking. Boba Fett fits under fringe. Yeah, he's fringe. Because I, I wasn't sure because in a lot of games they do put Boba Fett as an empire. Yeah, I know. Uh, actually, what's funny is the both and spy is fringe is rebel. That's very. That makes sense. Yeah, and uh, this is funny because uh, the rebels have three units, and we we're talking about having the swarm effect mm-hmm. uh, being a good one. Yes, it's good, but you have to be careful about um, the fact that you know you have a lot of generic guys, and like we said earlier, the the Trade Federation Army, the battle droids, they're cheap to produce. You can get tons of them. They're not really they're efficient, but played were used in the right way you can do a lot of damage with them. And this is where the commanding units of the Empire become really interesting because the Imperial They organize it. Yeah, they make sure that your troops keep true to form. And, you know, like any good army without a bad... without a leader is just another army. But an army with a great leader just is unstoppable. You know, Genghis Khan comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, Alexander, you know, stuff like that, you know. Uh, those armies, had they not had those leaders, would have probably performed very poorly. Mm-hmm. But the Roman Empire. Yeah, because of the leaders, they went down in history. You know. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, it, uh, we could go on and on and on about there's this. I mean, there's millions of. It's all about combining the right figs and having the right strategy for it. You can just <laughs> hours and hours of fun, which is why I'm still a gamer after like so many years, because there's still <laughs> much fun to be had with this stuff. Wow, yeah. this is, looks like a really fun game. <laughs> it's really fun. So that's basically it. Uh, we're just right at the end of the show. It's 10 o'clock. Wow. Does, uh, fast. Does anyone have any comments? Yeah, any questions? or Please, because we are here to service you. Uh, but I have a headache. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I never use my, my beautiful texture... Nice. Wow, these are cool. They're like stuffing them. Yeah. <laughs> so, d- does anybody have questions? O- are you all asleep? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But I- it's difficult to, you know, to get a hold of this without a- having things in front of you. You know. Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna play this game. I'm going to buy a set tomorrow, because <laughs> this set, my brother and I, we're gonna have a lot of fun with. Oh yes. He just got back into Star Wars, okay. which is like, I, I didn't Impossible. say anything because I didn't want to, I didn't want to jinx it. Just you know, oh, you want to, you want to watch A New Hope? Which version? <laughs> okay, you can have it. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna push him. Yeah, for example. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we have uh, an Halloween party in, in Ottawa, okay? So, she said to me, why don't we dress up in Star Wars costume? <laughs> okay. Said, what? You lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> she said, why not? Okay. But we will probably go as uh, Mulder and Scully. 
That's nice. course. <laughs> because she, you know, she has. Uh, I said, uh, I, you, you could be a Mara Jade, but she said, oh, it's it's too tight, uh, it's too uh, fitting a costume, you know. No. It's <laughs> on which one? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I don't. Talk Star Wars around her, so sure. well. That's that's the cool Not part. Too much yet. Uh, you know, uh, I, I your relationship, your you know, like it's your open, your, yeah. your partnership with somebody else is about other than just. Yeah, it's you know, it's more generic than that. You kind of yeah. have to cover more bases than just the one thing. Yeah, or else it won't work out. Mm. So, do you have question here? How Any come, question? How do you have two wampas when they're very rare? <laughs> He's lucky. I had three, man. You you traded? Yeah, I traded one way to get. I can't remember Jabba? what. No? no, not Jabba. Something else. You've already been trading, man. Veers. Where have I been? Veers, I think. It's been one week, man. I know. I'm gonna kill week. myself. Uh, I had three wampas, and I used to call them the triplets of Belleville. <laughs> <laughs> but you should go early because uh, I don't know when the next shipment will come in. Oh, it's so. Wizards of the Coast. I'm not afraid. Okay. They, and uh, people. Uh, uh, do you think there's still one open tonight? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man. It's stores, stores were actually um, in store owners were actually intelligent about this. When they saw this, they said, "It's gonna sell." It's gonna sell, and they bought tons of it. Like they pre-ordered tons of it. Like one guy I know, he bought like a thousand boosters or something. What? Like that. Yeah, he bought like ten. Uh, uh, it's twelve ten boosters what, a what, case. You, you open half, uh, and you there's sell not twenty. There's, there's twenty-five. Boosters, there's twelve boosters a case. Okay. So. Divide that, divide 1,000 by 12, and he, that's how many cases he bought. Yeah, but but look, what you uh, your battery is low. Um, oh, that's really annoying on that telephone. It's low, low battery, so that's really really annoying on that telephone. It's woken me up <laughs> more than once. Okay. Anyway, um, but you know, half the shop owners, what they'll do, ha- open half the boosters to mm-hmm. sell individually. Not all stores do that. A lot of them do, though. I know. Because they didn't Le- Legend, they didn't do it. But they, they now they did Legends order this? Wow! I but they don't get Legend. they don't go in the gaming aspect yeah, of things. That's it. So but the fact that they went in there is like well, it's a good Star yeah, Wars license. Yeah, so. and it's collecting also, in a sense. So yep, yeah, and it makes again. I bring the Nyub Nyub's universe uh, diorama, diorama thing, and it makes for really smaller and scale you know dioramas. That, and somebody on the news groups were saying that. The scale for it's the perfect. no the the Smurfette. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, <laughs> the scale for these figures works perfectly for the Micro Machine vehicles. Really? Right. There's yep. a lot of oh. dioramas. Yes. They're not that they're too the ATST vehicles. Yeah. The, the the big vehicles they have. Ah yes. The yeah. ATST apparently is perfect I have an scale for these figs. There's, there's a lot of uh, diorama in France with Micro Machines. Yep. Well, Micro Machines are very popular. Yeah. Yeah. They but were the they're, they're, they're at the size. Yeah, the figures. So, are you, so not I, I probably not all the micro machine figs work mm-hmm. until they come out because you know they're gonna go for the figures. I mean, they will do vehicle. Just and in, to, to in the Dungeons and Dragons version of this game, they have already Titans and everything, which are way bigger bases than these are right now. Isn't so it like three of these? Like it's three. Like uh, no, actually, it's got three by three. You 16. know, these guys make two by two instead of the one by one. Uh, that an ordinary mm-hmm. fig does, and I think it's three by three for the big wow. figures. That's big. Yep. Wow. Wow. So no questions. How much, so 
How much did these run I for? I think we put everybody to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> because we have them right here. Yeah, we're playing actually, with them. Yeah, we, have to, we get to play with them. Yeah. So we suggest so to how all, much does all gamers. Oh, I, uh, actually, this is one of my uh, ten best of this year. I'd put it... I haven't played a lot with it, but I'd put it, like, in the top five. Top five... Within one week? Games. Games. Uh, game, any category this that came out this you year. You do a game RPG. Yeah, or best of 2004 this year, just gaming experience. Really, quality, too. It's like, wow, it's there. Yeah, the I'm sure a couple of maps will come out and you can buy them. Yeah. And I can easily them. imagine a Sarlacc in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody... <laughs> with a slope or something. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fine. <laughs> a slope mechanic, you know, yeah. that you have to go deeper and deeper the, f- the further you go in. It's like, ah. Yeah. You get different colors and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it takes two squares to come out, three squares to come yeah, out. Yeah, so if you don't have the speed anymore to do yeah. it, <laughs> you're gone. You're dead. Yeah. Fall in go there, bye bye. Yeah. That's basically it. So but we with jet, you could use the, your jetpack. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett's like, I'm out of here. Well, <laughs> no, movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in there because the jetpack malfunction. No, because Han Solo hit him, and which fired the automatic re- restart, and it hit. That's why. That's why it's jetpack. There we off. go. I've read too much of you. <laughs> well, not too much, just a lot. Oops. What I like about the Boba Fett is that there are so many different interpretations of it. No one knows the real truth of how he got out, <laughs> how he got in, yeah, and if he's still alive. Yeah, well, I I like the. Is uh, it really him? I like oh. the Tales of the Bounty Hunter book. Oh that yeah, was yeah cool. it, it explains basically. Gengar actually the pulls him out. Yeah. One of the best ones was the Tales of the New Republic, where they have a Boba Fett story at the oh last wait. one, and y- he y- comes back. The storyteller and he kills oh, the, the. No, the he don't. I don't know. He doesn't kill him. I think. He I don't know. He doesn't kill him. He lets him live. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is last target, and he lets him live. Nice. And I, one thing I should say about this game is that one of the lead designers is a guy called uh, Bill Slavishek. Oh, he, he he did a lot of Star Wars book he, and RPG. He has, I think, he is the authority on Star Wars game table gaming, and and he was. He's now the lead designer at Wizards mm-hmm. for role-playing. He, he wrote so the foreword in, he wrote the, the, book. in the core rule book. With yeah, the, uh, and he w- he used to work at the West End Game Company. Yeah. Where wow. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. old school. So basically, you know, this the fact that he's involved in this, I'm t- it's totally positive. secure with the fact that it'll go forward, mm-hmm. you know. So this is a series that to look to look into, to invest yeah, in, to because it's going to, to be... The, the quality is going to be there. Uh, I, right now, I don't see any sort of abuse. You um, know, like the marriage aid figure is a little intense. I don't know how I'm gonna start have to deal with her. But <laughs> do, you think, do you think they'll rebalance the game? Uh, every set, every set that comes out. Well, the only place, or the only place where things are gonna get weird is when you start mixing the pre, the prequel and the, the prequel and the movie, the classic trilogy. movie stuff well, together. That's you could, gonna get weird. You could totally, you could do it in infinities. Like yeah, you can do it outside of yeah. Wait, no, no Jedi against stormtroopers. They don't stand a chance. The stormtroopers <laughs> are out the door. You know, if I put Luke Jedi Knight in there, bye bye. <laughs> yep, that's kind of like in the movies. The same thing would happen. Yeah. So it is, you know. Ah, it's, it's true to form. Yeah, but it's a limited number of Jedi's in the classic trilogy. Yes, there in are. In the prequels, there's a lot. Fucking there load is. Of Jedi's, there are these. Oh, there's it's going to be the, the, the Clone Strike set. Is going to be Jedi silly. Yeah. I'm not. Do you think they'll go that way though? But, yeah. but you know what would be fun though 
is that every, as long as every Jedi has a different ability, oh, and it, they will well, have a different ability. And one thing you know for sure is they that play the off Jedi each other. has a melee strike. Uh, yeah. They have a, melee, a special melee strike, which is basically they sweep any uh, lightsaber sweep. They around basically, them? they hit everything around yeah. them once. Well, actually, does Vader have that? Yep, they all have it. Every Vader has it. Not every just uh, lightsaber, lightsaber wielder. Every lightsaber wielder has it. Okay. No, and I'm sure in the clone strike we will have like a Geonosis arena with you know. Uh, in, the in, in, in kind of a map, they, like they, I imagine they, that it will come out with the. They could go there, or they could go for the uh, Episode One Gungan. Oh, uh, the swamp battlefield area, yeah. because. You don't have any exterior maps right now, mm -hmm. and that would be fun to have right now, an exterior map, so that could be there. But since, I don't know. We, uh, there's the first figure that yeah, uh, the, the, the Genosian Picador on Ore. Yeah. On the Massive. Yeah. On Ore. It's, uh, you know, it's built along the same lines as the, yeah. uh, the Stormtrooper on the Dubak. But uh, to my sense, the Stormtrooper on the Dubak has much more dynamic mm. than the Ore. The Ori is kind of standing there. Yeah, it's like mm, a big gal, you know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make the fig with Anakin standing on that oh, stupid Oh, I gal. hope so. <laughs> I hope so not, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this pure mm. kind of cow. Yeah. It's so... The Famba? No, uh, it's not the Famba. No, I don't know what it is. The it's EOP? No. It looks like a tick, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's like a fat thing. How's that? <laughs> nice. So, so, basically... Buy it, play with it, and no, give wait, us wait, your comment. How much is it? How much is it in Canadian? How much did you pay for your starter? A starter is twenty bucks. Uh, it's around thirty bucks Kay. for a starter. Okay. And it's sixteen dollars for a booster. It's expensive for a booster, but it's actually it's more expensive if you go for a start with the starter. Yeah, but obviously the starter has all the core the rules. rules. The only the place where you plans. can get the core, I looked on the net, you can't find the rules anywhere. No, what about? I think I found the rules. No, yeah, it's rules clarifications. It's basically, it's, basically it's rule clarifications, uh, but miniature rules. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, it's just Q &A, Q and a about ah, certain it's a, it's obscure a FAQ. rules. It's an FAQ basically. So um, no, the, yeah, the I only think it's like the map you won't find bucks. anywhere than in the booster, uh, the starter. I mean, sorry. The two and you get and you get the two Vader. exclusive figs, the Darth Vader. Darth you won't Jedi find those in boosters. Luke nope. Rebel. You won't find those in boosters anywhere. Okay. So you get usually. What, what would you suggest for a person that's starting out? Probably like uh, me. You and you're starting out with your brother. Ba I say a starter and about. I don't know. Four boosters, maybe. Four boosters. But if you, you if you want to have vari variety, if you if you want variety and you want to like have a good clean. Uh, like you don't want to have to make sacrifices like in building know? your armies. Uh, but I don't have really a, a big choice, you know. No, well, you, your your imperial side looks pretty cool. Yeah, I got yeah. an officer. Yeah, no. well, pulling an ultra rare is kind of kind of help, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> this in, uh, so, so, two or three, four. Okay, thirty. 30 okay, but let's see. Two boosters and a starter. That gives you. Uh, just something 20 to try. 24 no. figs along yeah. the line. 27, 22 figs, 24 figs. You got a lot and of good stuff to work with and play with to, to begin with, to, to get a sense yeah. of it. And then, like you said, some stores, uh, some gaming stores or hobby stores in your area might hold singles. Yeah. And singles like, will go for almost nothing. You know, Stormtroopers will go yeah. for... Two bucks. I, I say a... What like if you break it I down? Wish, it I wish I wish it was fifty cents. Then be damn cheap. If you break it down, it comes to two bucks a fig per booster. 
Obviously, the rares are going to be more expensive than that. So that's going to make up for the... The commons are going to go down. So I figure the commons, like a Stormtrooper, you'll get for, at most, a buck. Yeah. Maybe 50 cents for a Stormtrooper. So if you want to build that really insane... I still thought that in 45 bucks Canadian. Oh, it can uh, l- right now the l- the game just came out and everybody's nuts and goo goo for it. So it's gonna press the the are gonna be everybody up, yeah. can ask whatever the price they want for it. Like the Boba Fett is one of the rarest ones I've seen come out. So if I get it, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> nah, I'll trade you stuff for it. <laughs> <laughs> or you know whatever. We'll yeah, because then you find a guy like me who has like a slew of them and you make a sweet deal. You know, like I I'm. What do you want? You want Trandoshans? You want Ithorians? What do you want? I'll send them to you, you know. Like, uh, that's usually how I do, because I know I buy a lot of this stuff. And some kid who starts out and pulls a rare that he really didn't care for. Boba Fett I might not trade. No, of course, Boba Fett is, a, is, a, is you know, a people's favorite. But let's say somebody pulls a Dengar or something like that, they go, nah, you know. And... I already have Dengar, but that's actually how I got my Dengar. Some kid pulled him, and I said, well, what do you want for him? And he goes, well, I don't know. What do you like to play? And he goes, well, I like the uh, Mon Calamari. So I tossed a bucket of Mon Calamari his way, plus another cool fig, you know, just to make sure that he was satisfied. A sweet deal. Just so I didn't abuse uh, the deal, you know, because you got to respect that. You know, if if he's going to give you something that you want and has a better trade value, you have to give them something equivalent, you know. Of course. So, any conclusion? So you're looking at a seventy dollar investment. Pretty much, yeah. With seventy bucks, you've g- for two people to start playing. Mm-hmm. Seventy bucks is a good investment. Uh, you're safe with it. You, you wouldn't, you won't have spent too much money. And if you don't like it, you know, it's there's enough people out there to take take it off your hands. <laughs> no, I'm gonna try with those. If I like it, I'll I'll buy more. And yeah. if not, here's a collection. It yeah. looks cute. Yeah. Yeah, it really makes a cool diorama mm. right off the bat. You know. I just need a, some kind of... <laughs> Presentation. <Yeah. laughs> well, like I said, you go... Uh, the Nyub Yub's universe mm. has a great or you can material just source. He's got great tricks for mm-hmm. building simple dioramas. You know, Photoshop. Yep, there yep. you go. Photoshop rules. You just print Here out you some go. stuff. Yeah. So, I'm going to end the show now. Because oh. I, I need to go to work early tomorrow. Ooh. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next show is on September 26th. So, a few days after the uh, release the release of the so DVD. So, I, I wrote subject unknown, but it, it will be most probably... We're going to talk about the DVDs for yeah, sure. For <laughs> sure, that's it. And we will have an interview with Jay Thompson, the producer of the documentary Art of an Empire, which is a documentary about the 501st. So it be, will be cool. So more 501st. We've been really uh, talking about the 501st a lot these days. Yes. Yeah, well, they're out there, man. Let's pay them a tribute because yeah. they do a lot of work. I and mean, seeing them almost faint during the presentations of uh, the actors and stuff, that's just funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> and obviously, if you have comments on the show or would like to make suggestions for upcoming subject. Please send an email to studio at swendirect.com or on our official thread on the Galactic Senate board. Go by, a, uh, by the link on our website at www.swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Like we say all the time, word of, bring, mouth, bring word of mouth, bring a friend. It's the best way for us to... Uh, 
have uh, more listeners that everybody's gone to sleep <laughs> and uh, thanks to our sponsors clan.net legend action figures star wars redemption our web host simple-net.ca our partners furryconflict.com trek war the furry conflict audio drama episode3.net millennium falcon galactic hunter keeping collectors on target T-Bone Star Wars Universe and the Galactic Senate Message Board available at StarWarsWithZ.com and of course fanwor- fan- StarWarsFanWorks.com the home of Star Wars Fan Audio so on this we are going to close the show for Sebastian for Sebastian uh, he's sick I hope he doesn't feel too bad you know yeah. it sucks missing another great show missing another great for, show for our point of view what is a great show I had a lot of fun maybe like I'm gonna spend money tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little boring for people listening so, because they, they didn't have the figures in front of them see too bad we can't do like a, a 3D video. show a, a 3D. video a video show would be cool but very hard to do yeah we'll work on it to have a, a video feed instead of a webcam maybe yeah, that'd definitely be better. Yeah. But we're gonna need more bandwidth. We'll oh talk yeah. about it later. Yeah. Um. So this is Brian. Yeah. Saying and Benny for Sebastian also. Yes. Get well, Sebastian. We need your mouth here. <laughs> you know. Yes. So see you next time on, on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swandirect.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe, et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.cyclan.net. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. 
everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Sir, if you'll not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while.